Hello everybody, welcome to this week's Bad Bookers Wrestling Podcast, episode 47. I am your host, Smoothment. I've got Chris, Jack and Matt with me this week. Say hello everybody. Hello everybody. Hello everybody. Um, well, this week's been fun, hasn't it? Yeah. Right. I've enjoyed myself. There's been a lot of wrestling, a lot to talk about. Lots to talk about. <laughs> um, no quiz this week, because we've got the fallout from Elimination Chamber to get through first. Uh, and then we've got all the shenanigans from Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. So, um, should we start with the predictions and who won and who lost and all of that nonsense? I don't actually know what happened, but what the actual overall result of that was. Um, I think it was a tie. Seven, six, two one of us on seven and two of us on six, was it? I'm blaming... It was seven matches. I'm blaming Braun Strowman for being an absolute Five nonce. Did you call That's him a nonce? Did you call Braun Strowman a nonce? Well, yeah. Who loses to Baldy Baron it Corbin wouldn't have mattered in because we, match? It wouldn't have mattered because we, we all had Strowman. That's true. <laughs> so we all would have Fine then. Oh, I blame it, it on Bobby matter. Lashley as well. But you chose the Usos and you... <laughs> yeah. I didn't choose the Usos. And you Usos, still managed yeah. to lose. Even I after didn't. choosing the Usos. I came joint top, actually. Oh, did you? Get your facts right. Yeah, because you oh. put Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush to win. Yeah, that's a the loser. Um, but yeah, we put it out on the Twitter um, for who won. Um, I won with 65% of the vote against Chris, who got 35. Um, sorry, Chris. Apparently, people just vote for me no matter what, I think. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's how it goes. Whether I lose or win, I think I just get voted for. I've come to the conclusion that people just don't like me. And that's fine. You know, that's 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 okay. You know, congratulations, Sweden. Well done. Cheers. Um, the win, uh, the winner of the losers' vote was Jack, um, with sixty-seven percent. Matt with thirty-three. Therefore, Jack is going to do a forfeit, Ooh, which is a very rare I, occasion. I, I said beforehand that I I will take the forfeit if me and Matt did one together. I'm happy to do one together. You just need to tell me what what I'm doing. Both get your head shaved. I'm not going to done that again. We've both yeah. done it. Um, yeah. I tell you what, um, if if you can come up with any suggestions, send them into Twitter at badbookerswp. Any suggestions would be greatly appreciated. We'll we'll have something in place by next week anyway. Sure, we'll at least have a plan in place anyway. Oh yeah, I've just remembered. We also need to to plug something. Um, we are on the road to WrestleMania, as you already know, the sign point in season. Um, we also need to make sure that you are aware that we are giving away a WWE T-shirt. Um. It's, all our information is on the Twitter at BadBookersWP. Um, I think there's a Gleam um, link on there. Jack will tell yes. you more about it because he set it up. You said it all. There's a Gleam link. Do it. There's Thanks. two T-shirts, not one though, isn't there? And it's two T-shirts. Yeah. Well, I was going with what I read. Two people was win. A t-shirt. Two people win a T-shirt of WWE. Is it of their choosing, or is it just... They're just going to make them have a... Give them an Enzo Amore shirt, you know what I mean? It's just going <laughs> to give them the opportunity yeah, we'll give to... give away a £5 Enzo shirt. Um, <laughs> or a, we'll, we'll give you a Mandy Rose T-shirt. Nothing wrong with that. Does she have merch? She you does. Um, but yeah, so Elimination Chamber happened. Uh, the pre-show... Started and had one match, which was the Cruiserweight Championship match. And I'm sorry, but they need to stop doing this. No, no, I, one I, of the best matches on the card. I don't, on the I don't. I don't watch 205 Live every week, but 
I like good wrestling. If you're going to put this on the pre-show and not Baron Corbin, then what is wrong with you? I can understand why they do it. Because they know it's a good... Because the pre-show's streamed on YouTube and free everywhere, like Facebook and YouTube. If you see a match like that, you're more likely to get the network to watch the rest of the pay-per-view. Absolutely. And then then go home disappointed. But... But I can see why. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because as soon as they get the network, it's, yeah, but it's free for new subscribers. Yeah, but what if you're a recurring subscriber and don't want to don't want to pay for it? You know what I mean? It, it it's a oh well, I'll, I'll check I'll check out a bit of wrestling. I, I I had the network. I don't really care about it anymore. Oh shit! This Buddy Murphy dude's all right. Okay, maybe they've turned a corner. Let's uh, let's reopen my account. And... Famous last words. Maybe they've turned a corner. <laughs> I know, but you know th- th- they don't know that, do they? Yeah, I wonder yeah, yeah, if Alex has changed his mind about things. Uh, I totally get your sentiments, but yeah. for for smarts like us, it's fucking annoying. It yeah. is. <laughs> it's annoying most of Twitter as well. I've noticed people are absolutely yeah, absolute marks. smashing WWE for constantly putting them on the pre-show. The IWC was outraged. There we go. Yes, mm-hmm. indeed, all of us. Pop tart eating basement living marks. Yep, basically. Okay. We don't have basements in England. <laughs> I was say, I don't have a basement. <laughs> no, I don't. You know what I mean. Um, I thought it was a very, very, very good match. Um, that spot where Tazawa was on the top with Buddy Murphy and they did the Hurricane Rana thing was pretty slick. I really like that. Slick. Yeah, I didn't watch it, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. I kind of I forgot Aiden English was commentating as well. I kind of forgot he was a thing. Um, and then when his voice started, I was like, who the hell is... Oh, okay. That's yeah. who it is. I mean, um, saying he's a thing is kind of a stretch, isn't it? He's not really a thing. He's a guy who commentates on 205 Live now because his career's dead. Is he is he, is he, is he, or, is he, or is his career dead? No, his, his career's, career's dead. dead. His career's pretty career's dead. dead. He it's might as well be... The only way his career's not dead is that he's still getting paid for it. Yes, he's everything else a in living. his career is uh, essentially. But he is a good he's talker. He's a good commentator. Should get on the pre-show, pre-show panels and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, instead of Mr. Coachman or, or Booker T. <laughs> Actually, hey, if you if you watched if you watched WTF moments this week, he didn't do a boo boo. He had a good week. No, I didn't. I just skipped forward to the match and then I was asleep at half past midnight because I had a nap. Banging. Banging indeed. Um, but yeah, my Buddy Murphy won. I don't think that was anybody's surprise. People are saying to was good, but he's just not championship material, no, which I kind yet. of agree with. Um, so yeah, that was that. Then we got into the main show, which started with the women's tag team elimination chamber match. Um, I think the winners of this match aren't necessarily the winners of the match itself. The Iconics are brilliant. They are hilarious. They are very, very funny. And I'm going to go out and say Mandy Rose impressed me as well. The, 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 <laughs> the thing with the Iconics for me is they worked smart. They, they, they didn't do what... For some reason, WWE seemed to think that if you're a heel, you have to be thick. But they, no, no, they, babyface. Oh, babyface is the dumbest people ever. It's very rare you see wrestlers work smart. And that's yeah. what they did. They, you know, they worked smart, and they worked as if they were the only one in that in that entire elimination chamber that was a tag team that worked together all the time. Everybody. The entire time they were two on oneing everybody. Neither of them got in, involved in a scrap where there was 
two people against just one of them. Every single moment of that match, they were together. They were working together. They are the only women's tag team, and they should have got the titles. They should, but I don't think... If you look at it as WWE, you're going to go, well, the Iconics aren't going to bring in that draw. I think that's why they've done it's it. It's the women's not tag for, championship. Nobody is... Nobody yeah, exactly. is buying a pay per view on the basis that Bailey and Sasha have got a title. No, it's 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 their way of saying sorry for the fuck up that last year was for Sasha and Bailey. And it's called cool that all all four horsewomen have had the inaugural championships. Yes, yes. That's but like I said um, to you guys last week when I was doing my predictions, this is going to set up. They said they they kind of mentioned it on Raw, so I'm kind of, I'm sorry if I'm overlapping. They said we will defend this um, against the past against the now and against the future. Yes, um, Anywhere, here, SmackDown, NXT. So that's kind of backing up my idea that Trish and Lita are going to turn up and they're going to have a big match at WrestleMania. Last time, at Evolution, they weren't good enough. So why should they get a title shot? I I, I, I read about it somewhere ages ago that that's how it was going to go. I mean, no, I'm I'm, I'm sure that, yeah, they probably will get the Mania slot, but they weren't good enough at Evolution, so why should they take that spot away from a riot squad from an iconics from a someone else to get what I mean. Like they're, they're crap basically. Mm. Um, I mean, this, in terms of the match in general, it was, uh, I, I enjoyed the match. I, I mean, I mean, yes, it was a spot fest, but it was going to be a spot fest, wasn't it? Let's be honest. And, and it was I a think... bit sluggish. I mean, it was sort of like, okay, you get ready, set up for these, for this next, for next, next spot. Oh, I'm going to do this and dangle my leg over so you ready for this spot. And, you know, mm. it was, it, there were one or two times where the timing was a little bit off. But overall, I think it was it, it, it was a really good match. Like, even fucking Tamina had a good match. Tamina she still can't a, do a splash, though. Oh, she and can't she do a splash. Looked, she just lands on the She had knees. emotion on her face as well. Yes, yes, she actually showed an emotion. Um, <laughs> Didn't she eliminate two people at the same time with a splash? Was that the Riot Squad? No, that was, that that was Naya. Naya? No, that was I'm after s- the splash. Naya bit is... It was, I'm sure it was after the splash. I sure. think it was the Riot Squad, yeah. I think it, Tamina... Double frog, well, frog yeah, splash yeah, yeah. people and pinned and yeah, just I'm pretty sure it's the right one. Yeah, she did. The but White I mean, Squad I mean, was... absolutely got fucked over in this pay per view. Like royally been fucked, fucked over for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> like, every time they're on TV, they get fucked over. Um, the other bit that I didn't like was the the Nia spot. Yeah, I know you're gonna no, have I liked to do. It, mm, it yeah, if you want, yeah, mm, it works. But if they executed it properly, Bailey was miles away from the pod. And she ran straight into the pod, and you you she go. Wasn't. She no, she wasn't. She no, she was. Second. No, she, she was. She was. She was so close to the ring post, and the ring post. She's right next to the fucking pod. No, it wasn't. She was nowhere near it. it. She was. It was. There was a big gap. She was not running straight towards Bailey. She was running straight towards the pod. Okay. If Bailey was in front of the pod, then I could understand the spot. But I thought the spot was stupid. I thought, no, 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 no. Well, no, what you're saying was the execution of the spot was stupid. Well, I mean, yeah, what, yeah. but, 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 no, because what you were saying before was the spot itself is stupid. To me, the spot is fucking brilliant because it, 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 it keeps, it keeps Nia looking reasonably strong. But, to me, it does so anyway. Your issue then is not with Nia Jax, but it's with Bailey because Bailey was in the wrong position. My issue is just with how it was set up. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, the execution of it, yeah, okay, wasn't may not have been perfect, but not a lot in this match was perfect. It was there's a lot of tag teams, a lot of indoor not tag teams, a lot of lot of wrestlers who are supposedly tag teams and the iconics, and you've got 
sorry and uh and a lot of individual spots where each wrestler can quote unquote get their shit in so it it, it there's going to be some bits that aren't that don't flow perfectly to, to, for me the the spot itself for Nia was absolutely fantastic because it kept her re- it, it, it didn't mean that she had to get like 15 people to pen her like they did with Tamina but they couldn't have done that with Nia as well because yeah. Tamina's can look weaker than Nia that's fine um but yeah I mean Mandy Rose fucking hell she was really good <laughs> she must be honest Sonya, she... Sonya Deville my god that fucking what was it? There, there, there was, there was a. If I remember correctly, the spot where uh, they were someone just sort of dangling on the side of the top rope, or was like did the sort of thing where your legs sort of. I can't even. I can't even describe it. It's Irish whip into the corner, um, and of course the wrestler runs towards, and the the great wrestler that's at the 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 corner does sort of the legs over to try and evade it. I think that's yeah, how you yeah, describe yeah. it. Sonny Deville catches a fucking um, spine buster. Off. That looked awesome. Hmm. That was, was really good. long, convoluted way of saying that. I'm sorry, yeah. but it is, it's true. I, I really like that. She's got it was... one of the best spears in the game as well. Yeah, down straight. And Fabgo got buried. There we go. They weren't <laughs> a team, so it's understandable. Yes, yeah. understood. Um, yeah, the biggest, the biggest thing that happened, obviously, before this was the night before because of the news about Mr. Graves. And Carmelo, which we yeah. haven't kind of allegedly, allegedly. There's no allegedly about this, right? Can I? Can I? Throw off? It, it's not news. I'm sorry, but it's not news. It's it's it, this this re, this this pisses me off because at the time it's gossip, and at the time, yeah, we we were talking about it in the DMs, but the, the fucking vile vitriol between everyone involved in this. We all know Corey Graves is a piece of shit. Outside of outside of wrestling, he's a piece of shit. Um, he's separated from his missus for what's five or six months. She decided to make a load of this public about Carmella for reasons I still can't quite understand. And you know, now the whole fucking world's talking about it. It's the same sort of thing that Bray Wyatt's wife did about Jojo uh, with with Bray Wyatt. Jojo, it doesn't fucking matter. It's none of our fucking business. Who cares? Um, there was a lot, but if you, a lot of people were kind of commenting. Um, it shouldn't be on, it's on the stuff business. on the stuff that Corey Graves was saying during the match. So like, oh, remember when Bailey like hit you in the back and stuff like that? Oh, oh people yeah, were just yeah. going, oh, he's got room to talk, and I was just like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, obviously that, the, the emphasis on this match was more about Corey, or seemed in the build-up to be more about Corey Graves, Carmella, and a little bit of Naomi and the Usos than actually the wrestling itself. Can I but can I say something about this? Because I went on some sort of mad tirade last week about all this. Uh, I apologise. I was <laughs> way out of fucking line about what I was saying because I didn't really know the full story, and that's the point. I, I we literally found out about it during the recording of the podcast, and it it again it seems like it's just something out of nothing. And uh, you know, at the end of the day, I got I got my end of that wrong. I was just annoyed at the fact that some wrestler gets himself fucking arrested again. And please don't, don't, I swear if one of you are going to say that the rumour going round that, that Naomi and Jimmy and Jey Uso are trying to get themselves fired so they can go to AEW, just, just, no, that's fucking You're the one bugs. that mentioned it, mate. No, because, no, because it, 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 it's what was being circulated around at the time and it's just, oh. Insert Cody GIF here. No, it is a proper Cody <laughs> GIF moment, man. Fucking, <laughs> oh yeah, I kind of agree. The match itself was very hit and miss in terms of. The sp- it was sp- obviously going to be spot heavy, but it's very meticulously planned because they're all 
not used to these kind of matches. It's another first. Yeah. Um, in a, probably about like a year or two's time, if they're doing it regularly, we'll see it executed a bit better. But it, the the we'll ending have wasn't more better tag teams as well. Like yeah, yeah, definitely. The ending was predictable in terms of who was winning. Um, I think you, you could have put bets on it and made a shed load of money. But. No, because they were the favourites going into it. <laughs> exactly, it was, it was so fucking obvious that, that it was. It was set up. It's been set up that it's going to be Bailey and Sasha for a long time. And deep I, down, um, the, I mean, the I was thinking. I was thinking afterwards that I really didn't care no. who won, which was really sad. Like I, I enjoyed myself because I just didn't care. I, I didn't mind who won because I just didn't give a shit. Basically, I mean, for me, thing. I I was. I was really, really invested in it until the Iconics got taken out. And I thought, oh, fuck's sake. Because, I mean, just during that match, I was thinking, I really want them to win this now. I think it would it would be very, very, very apt for the situation as for, you know, their story and how they sort of became what they are now. I think it would have been amazing if they won. And they will win it at some point when they eventually pull Bailey and Sasha and, and put them in, you know, singles, singles feuds and whatever again. But for me, it's... Uh, it was it was up up until the iconics. I was really inter- interested in it, and after that, I thought, "Oh fuck's sake, it's just going to be Bailey and Sasha now." Brilliant, mm. indeed. Um, we then had um, Co Besties versus the Usos. Um, I honestly didn't really care about this match. I I didn't. I wanted the Usos to win, and glad they won because I hate seeing the Miz. In, he's good at whatever he does, but I just don't think this is for him. I've seen a lot of things circling on Twitter that he's a future Hall of pay, Hall of Famer, and he doesn't need a title. He doesn't need a main title to do that. He's but he one, deserves but he it. Deserves one. Yeah. He deserves one. And having him with this shame at man charade is just getting on my tits. It it's really comedy. is. It's, it's a comedy at the end of the day, and to me, I, I was I was enjoying it and. I mean, obviously, there's not been that much on it since, but I've been really enjoying it. Uh, I mean, it took a while. It, it sort of took a while to get going for me, sure. But, yeah, it, it, it's actually quite funny. It's almost... It's, it's like... Because it's like wrestling with his uncle. You know, it, it feels... That's what it feels like. It's like, like a close family relative wrestling with him. They're having the time of their fucking lives doing it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's a, it's a shame it's over. But at the end of the day, it, to, make the, to make the division look at least slightly legitimate, you have to have an actual tag team fucking up winning it. Yeah, indeed. Um, the the start of the match came out. I don't understand why we needed to know that Maurice is having another baby. It was a bit feel good moment before they get trounced. Yeah, yeah. What was feel good about it? No, it was like yeah, they having a baby. Oh, all the women were like, oh, yay, babies. We all know that the only reason they're having a kid is because the WWE told them into it to get it into their fucking. TV show. It's just, it's just, it's the same reason why fucking John Cena and Nikki Bella were together and then they were apart and then they were together and they were apart and they were together and they were apart. Same reason we had Lita and Edge having sex on a TV show. It's, it's all, all it is is Vince McMahon saying, no, you need to pop another sprog out. Go on. Go on. Give me the fucking ratings. Give me the ratings. I want you to have another kid. And they've said, yeah, why not? 
I'm not saying it wouldn't be. Imagine if your life was dictated by Vince McMahon. I'm not saying that it wouldn't be advantageous for Miz and (laughs) Maurice to have another child because of their TV show, but I don't necessarily think that Vince has much say over that. It's on a different network, as far as I know. I would suggest... Miz and Maurice is on the USA. Oh, fuck then. Well, yeah, it probably is then. (laughs) I, I would suggest they were probably open to the idea of having more than one child, and Vince came along and said... Get on it, like sooner rather rather than later, please. It'll boost the ratings. He probably and and I'm not saying that they they've gone out just to have sex just because Vince McMahon has said go and make a baby. But I would say that influenced the timing of this. I think what Matt's I think what Matt's is trying to say is they always plans to have multiple children. It's just come along very quick. (laughs) Yeah. Some would say very, very conveniently timed. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with, with season two dropping in three weeks. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> but yeah, the the match itself was pretty much. It's fine. I thought. Yeah, they. Shane McMahon's going to jump off something. Um, he's going to do um, as many coast to coast as possible to get himself. It's just. <laughs> It's just poor, silly Shane McMahon having to jump off things to get his daddy's approval. It's the fact that the Usos are having to lean further forward. That's what I was going to say. He was three foot away from the fucking corner in this one. The first one. And he lands on the back of his head before his feet strike the guy from the... Whichever... concussions there. I'm almost certain... I'm almost, you know the one where he jumps off the top rope onto the table? Yeah. yeah. I'm almost certain he's just going to miss the table one day. He's just going to fall short and smack <laughs> yeah. his head off the table. Or he goes too far and knocks out... Knocks out Corey Graves or something. Because <laughs> he's, he's almost on his side, because he sort of leans backwards and on his side when he's actually trying to hit the elbow. Just It's just sort of like it grazes the elbow and he takes the full hit on the table. It's a nasty bump. Poor bastard. <laughs> I know. But the the overall match finished with um, the Miz getting counted in a roll up for for the win. Um, Keep Shane looking strong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a real thing. I can't believe you just said that. That is true. It's true though. It's true. It's true. Very true. You can't have a McMahon look weak, done it. Oh, uh, it was Jesus yeah. Christ. I just think, I know we spoke about it in the DMs, and I know we've touched on it briefly about the Usos and winning the titles after what came out in the news is quite shocking and surprising. But to be honest, I'm glad they won. If they wrote the story, if they've written the story and they either, I wouldn't say didn't have time to change it, but didn't want to change it as such, then. It screams of a company that doesn't have a backup plan at the moment. That's what it screams of to me, but that's just my personal opinion. Yeah. Well, it, it puts the title on someone on a, on a legit tag team. It looks like the situation that happened last week was something out of nothing. Um, yeah. Yes, you know. As long as he apologised. Yeah, and it all got dealt with. Basically, he was told to wind his fucking neck in, or they'll tase him. And uh, he, he wound his neck in, and then he got what he got. Well, he got arrested for what was that? I can't remember what it was, disorderly conduct or something along those lines. And then it all got settled. So, you know. He made he made a mistake. He sorted it out. That's fine. Um, it, it's nothing like DUI, which is at one point I thought that was what the fucking problem was, which is why I was so angry. Indeed. No, he was pissed, but she was driving the wrong way down a wrong way street, and she wasn't pissed. Yes, I, I, I that's all got 
translated incorrectly to me or crosswise in my brain and I thought well everyone's drunk I'm fucking annoyed brilliant etc um, the next match was the two and one handicap match for the Intercontinental I title I literally skipped this um, <laughs> I did not I wish I did um, I'm glad Mr. Balor has a title again um, although what, yeah what are you yawning it was about a, are you yawning it was, it, was, it, was, it was a tedious tedious match it was hard to get Bobby Lashley scrapping and, you know, just being a, a ge- generic dickhead. Then he gets Balor on the floor, then tags in Leo Rush so Leo Rush can do, I assume, is his finisher something off the top route, maybe a frog splash. Yeah, he's got a really, really high, he gets some really good height on a really, it's a, it's a good frog splash, but, you know. Yeah, well, he was he was tagged in to do that, and then um, Finn Balor got up before he was able to do it, and then it was just Finn Balor proven that he's not good enough to win a title off a big man by cutting off the ring so that he can't get the tag. Then smart when Balor's... Smart-ish behaviour, but it just shows that he's still scared of the big man and can't wrestle one-on-one with a big man because but he loses he every time. Yeah, but he's... he's and when hell for leather. He still beat lost. Two men. He beat two men, but he can't beat Brock Lesnar. So it makes no, Brock yeah, Lesnar look he, strong. He beat so, a midget and a, and a big man who was well away from the ring. Men. Still two men, and uh, it makes Brock Lesnar look incredibly strong, so it makes Seth Rollins look incredibly strong. Yes. And Seth beats him. And Finn now has the IC title, which is a very good thing that that they've taken the title off Lashley, and, of course, Bobby Lashley attacked Leo Rush after the match with a really... It was just a slam. They sort of lifted him up in the air and just threw him on the floor. Back together now, so... Yeah, okay. (laughs) Took out his frustration on the little guy, and that's it. still on. Um, yeah, it was a bit naff. Didn't really enjoy it. Um, Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Riot. Poor Ruby Riot, man. That's Poor Ruby. Harsh. I I wasn't really hundred percent paying attention, and then the match finished, and I went, "What?" Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a squash, wasn't it? I mean, yes, they did rematch, but still, it, this this whole this this match itself was just about a segment. For, yeah. It was just the, about a the promo match was there the to put over Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Yeah, and absolutely. The, and that's wrong. If you're if 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 you want the title to mean something, that's wrong. The title now means nothing. The the, the I'm still excited for. Although to be fair, this segment was shit with the Be- Becky Lynch not able to fucking hobble properly and walking around properly on her knee when she's supposed mm-hmm. to be selling it with crutches. All it's done is served to prove to me that Becky Lynch is a shit actress, and I'm no longer as hyped for the uh, last week. I was ex- as excited for this WrestleMania main event as I've been for anything in wrestling in my entire life, and it's now fallen flat on its face because of this segment. I, I mean... I think they... I kind of agree and disagree. I agree in terms of they've hyped it way too soon. WrestleMania is WrestleMania still 40-odd days away. So? They, 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 they should be hyping this since the end of the fucking Royal Rumble, which is what they're supposed to do. That's that's how main big, big main events feel even bigger when you build it all the way from the beginning of January or from, from the end of Royal Rumble all the way to Mania. It, it, it gets you wanting it more. Hopefully, you know, they're not going to overuse Becky on telly much longer until the actual fucking match itself. Or uh-huh. have, uh, Don't forget we got Ric Flair's I got Ric Flair's woo-woo daddy-daddy session in next week or two, don't we? So. Whoop. That's where Be- Becky should have stayed away until that. The other thing I hated about this was uh, Becky walked past the security guard and she, he just let him walk, 
walk in. Yeah, it's done. Yeah, no. Yeah, if she, she suspended, banned, suspended, like, banned from the thing. Yeah. Do your job, mate. Come on. I mean, I, I, For a I wish man that works fucking... in security. If it was the blonde lady, wouldn't have had. No, no, no. I, I wish, I wish we had the one who tried to fucking tackle the Gronk. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the blonde. Yeah, that's her. Oh, is it? Oh, blonde lady MVP. MVP, yeah, the one who took MVP the wrestler. No, the the one who the one who took down Enzo. Love that man. Um, yeah, I I kind of liked Ronda Rousey's outfit. I'm glad she wasn't wearing a stupid outfit she normally wears. Uh, yeah, she's and just to readjust it every two seconds. Yeah, that's what someone said on Twitter. They said, "Oh, yeah. I'm so glad she's ditched the uh, the what was it wedgie wearing trousers um, yeah. or shorts." But it was just a one-off because she's trying to plug the fact that she did the voice of Sonya Blade in the new Mortal Kombat game, Fine. which. Well, yeah. no, it wasn't a one-off because what well, didn't she wear something remotely no. similar for Raw? No, she no, she just it. didn't. She wore something different again. Okay, yeah, she wore. She just wore it for Sunday. Fine, Fine whatever. But yeah, it's um, yeah, I, I didn't mind the, the whacking the shit out of them. I thought that was quite funny. Um, funny Have you seen the bruises on Charlotte from it as well? Ooh. And the fact that Ronda split her head open. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, and Ronda apparently. Wrote... Yeah. Hit... Need to try and sell this. You know, Ronda knows the fucking game, doesn't she? Yeah, and and that's like that was the only the only good part of it was the crutches as weapons. The rest of it, the fact that Charlotte was walking around the ring with the with the crutches in her hand after limping and and using crutches to get to the ring, she was then walking around the ring with a crutch in her hand as if nothing was wrong. Then realized halfway through but exactly man, what man. I criticized Sh- fucking Kyrie Sane for six months ago, and fucking Becky Lynch is doing it. But that's the adrenaline, Matt. Adrenaline. She wasn't doing anything. She, oh, oh, no, don't, don't trigger it. No, him. no. Don't the only him. good thing was the fact that both Charlotte and Ronda both said, "Go fucking nuts," and she went nuts. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, no DQ match. Braun Strowman don't, versus don't Baron care. Corbin. I thought this was an absolute shitstorm. Drew Galloway, you are Drew McIntyre, and it's Drew McIntyre. Buried. Not Galloway, McIntyre. Yeah. He's buried. Oh, he's buried. Now. That's such he a might as well go so back to being fucking, fucking Drew Galloway now. and wrestle. wrestle How can he be buried? Fucking... He beat up a big man. Fucking. He's and he's going lot... to be Drew versus Braun at Mania, probably. No, no, the, what this is at the moment, right, right now, he is basically Baron Corbin's bitch. Yes. And that. A bit like is... Lashley is. Yeah, but yeah, and but Drew's so much better than that. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> been relegated to a Baron Corbin bitch. Like um, I said last week and the week before, it's the wrong time, wrong place for him because he's got nothing going for him because the Universal Champion's nowhere to be seen and the obvious opponent for him is Seth. There's not much else going for him at the moment. Unless he's sticking with Finn. Again. Again. That's yeah, the thing. Again. That's the thing. They're, they're reutilising what they think works. Um, how many times have we seen this three team of heels against someone like Strowman or Balor or Seth or Dean or whoever it was at the time? It is I am sick to death of it. What do they just not? Is whoever writes for WWE Creative do we just go copy and paste from the last week's document into a new document and just rename it? Is that what's going on? If I, guess, going I guess it makes Braun's stronger because like three men have to beat him up. Yeah, I, think, I mean, know. personally, 
if they were if they were going to legitimately legitimately if they were going to turn Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley, Andrew Galloway into an actual stable with a name, an entrance music, and a logo, and that sort of shit. The League of like, Nations. No, no, that is literally what I. That is no. Genuinely, I'm sorry. You've just reminded me. I was watching this and I went, "This looks slightly familiar. This looks like League of Nations from two but, but, years ago." But, but, but two of them are from the same yeah. country, so it doesn't. Matter. I know, but I. I know. And League of Nations had more than three. Shut yeah. your face! I know what but, you. But, yeah, I, I, I get. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. In the, in the sense that if they were to do it properly and throw some actual weight behind it, then I, I wouldn't hate it. Give it's just, it's just literally Lashley. just. Go on. Give, him ginger, give him ginger oh, right. hair and call them one man band. What, what do you think? Is Heath Slater? <laughs> yeah. No, look. It, look. <laughs> Fucking idiot. He needs, uh, on, he needs to be on telly as much as Heath Slater, to be fair. Um, Bobby Lashley needs to be a silent monster. That's what he needs to be. If, if, he, if, needs to, he needs to go to Impact. That's where he needs to go. <laughs> No, uh, no, I, I get what you're saying, but it, but but I mean they've obviously put a lot of money and invested a lot of time into Bobby Lashley, and it's okay. not working out so well at the moment. So what so if they, if they want to get some sort of return on the investment, they need to keep him with keep him with Leo Rush, which is what they've done. But uh, but at the same time, have him work within part of a stable or a tag team or something, and because because it, it won't sort of show up his weak wrestling ability and his. <laughs> Well, not resting ability, but he's certainly at the moment he's just not all there. That's his main point: is his wrestling ability, it's and he's not very good at it. It's the fact that he he's decent. He's just everything else about him is just well, he's uh, injured. He can't isn't he? be asked. He's injured though because he can't he, he can't do his finisher at the moment. His brainbuster that's not a brainbuster is hold him up and do his. Well, he can't do, do it. Do. Yeah, he's oh, in, he's the got... one which injured everyone. Yeah, he he can't do he can't do the move to other people because he's injured. So that's he's why he's so, so he's in, I'm just going to assume he's, he's injured be, himself doing that move. So he's injured like himself and others doing. He worse than Nijax. Basically, <laughs> he he hasn't done that move since November because he's got a, an underlying injury. So there's rumours that he's. So gonna, why is he still on TV? There was there was rumours that after elimination chamber he was going to go and have surgery and then he's on Raw. So that's clearly not going to happen. Wow. Wonderful. Um, yeah, this was naff. Um, the only good thing was at the end where they did the table spot, which was pretty neat. Still don't care. Move on. But other than that, I don't care. Corbin won. Um, we then get on to the main event, which, um, my God, Kofi Kingston, I love you. You are the a best legend. main roster match we will see all year. It was a doubt. It was fantastic from... From the moment it started to the moment it finished, except for Samojo, that's the only thing. That oh yeah, 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 poor Samojo. Mm. But you know, but but Samojo Joseph will get his chance, and he will win the title this year at some point. I, I guarantee he'll win the title at some point this year. Um, for me, this is brilliant all the way through, and it had me. Uh, I mean, in the back of my mind, that we always knew that Daniel Bryan was going to win it. Yes, but it had me. It, it, oh, it got me so. Close. I've never seen anybody get behind a wrestler as much. As they did it behind Kofi, as they did behind Daniel Bryan before In his six title run. Days they've done this with with Kofi. It's taken six days for him to go from the new day where hey, you know it's all well and good. You know you're here, you're great, Kofi. But at the end of the day, you're not. You know you're not a main event. Reliable. Let's stick him in there. Yeah, yeah. Just stick him in there. It's basically the Miz. And with all due respect, it's the Miz. You can put you can put him in a match. You know he'll you know he'll perform. Um, and then just skyrocket push, 
I mean, do you think that, that Mustafa Ali was supposed to have the Kofi star match? Was he supposed to be um, one of them yeah. to have the, the I reckon that at the I Gauntlet match, Gauntlet match, hundred percent. I reckon that was supposed mm. to be his spot, but I don't think it would have been the elimination chamber thing. I he's don't already, think. Sure, surely he was because he's already pinned Brian once, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I but, think I, I genuinely think it is. I genuinely think the push he he was being pushed on SmackDown weeks before. Yeah, was mistaken. I think more people relate to Kofi Kingston just because of how long he's been there, and there's actually a story behind that rather than this. Let's call him a rookie for the sake of it. This rookie coming up into the land of the big giants and getting over this. Kofi's been here for eleven years, and he's been in the main event spot once with Randy, and we all know how that went. And hasn't Stupid. been anywhere near it since. I love and the this. Is like, oh shit! Him. He's finally going to get there. He's finally going to get there. Oh, when he hit, when he hit the trouble in paradise, I, I, I it was seven o'clock. I, I got up at five o'clock in the morning and was watching, watching it back. And I jumped out of my chair at seven o'clock in the morning. And went, oh my god, Jesus Christ! And oh my god, it was. <laughs> I almost thought he'd had it. I, yeah, it was that it first was, uh, running knee near fall. I was yeah. pretty much in bed when he hit that. I was like, yep, the game over. See you later. Yeah. Then he came out and I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And no then way. The crowd were like, that was the point where the crowd were like, oh my God, he's actually going to do it. <laughs> and then every every near fall after that, there was just shock or people going crazy when he kicked out again. I think he kicked out once more, didn't he? Maybe. No, he, he, he got out he was in the bell lock. Yeah. And they everyone went, thought he was going to tap to the label. And that was it. But yeah, did I feel like I say I feel sorry for people like Joe, um, Jeff in some Not ways. Jeff. No, I don't feel Not sorry Jeff. for Jeff. Jeff's had a time. <laughs> Jeff's Jeff basically checked through. out. Yeah. I mean, he probably doesn't know. No, no, he didn't even do anything of worth in the. No, no, no. Jeff's there because he's a name. Despite he's, the, he's, he's there in name only. With all due but respect, it was great. Yeah, but if you can have a name, you'd have someone like Rey Mysterio in there. I would much rather. I'll be much more excited for a Rey Mysterio than a Jeff Hardy. Jeff's a bigger name than Rey Mysterio. Or Andrade. Hell no, definitely not. Fuck off! What, what you definitely think, not. If yeah. you think Jeff Jeff Hardy's a bigger name than Rey Mysterio, one yeah, of the I best do. cruiserweights around. Yeah, but well, nobody gives yeah, a yeah, fuck yeah, about yeah, cruiserweights. Yeah, but, yeah, we're Jeff talking, Hardy we're talking, is a. Legitimate... We're talking about casuals. We're, 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 we're not talking about smarts, we're talking casuals. Yeah, but casuals will know who Rey Mysterio is. Yeah, yeah, they know, yeah. They know who he is. Who moves more merch, Jeff or Rey Mysterio? Jeff Rey is by down. an absolute Rey mask. Rey sells no. masks to look kids. Rey sells masks and gloves and shit like that. Rey sells masks. Jeff's much, got the fucking. F- no, no, right. Okay, all right. I'll be back with you in a minute. I'm going to do some research. Jeff, like, I would say Jeff is a bigger household name just because of the Hardys, the Dudleys, and Edge and Christian, and everybody knowing about that. But I would say uh, Rey Mysterio is looks Mexican, even though he's not, and ha- wears yeah, a mask. Mexican written across there, like <laughs> a ploy. Like, I'm a Mexican guy. <laughs> yeah, um, so I would say he sells far more merch. Yeah. He sells masks to little kids. Definitely. Not just little kids, mate. Have you not seen the fucking and, people in the arenas? <laughs> 40-year-old men. Um, I... I'm just going to interject on this rant while Chris is still doing his research. Uh, I, I um, can't. I can't find any really accurate numbers, so it's uh, just bollocks. Um, but they've they they are going with this Daniel Bryan run because they changed his Titan Tron and it looks very nice. And they've actually when they announced, you know, when they put the the graphic on the screen for the title matches, they yeah. changed that as well. 
which I really liked. Yeah. Um, it just shows that they're. I think this is it till Mania. Um, I mean, I'll I, I tell you what. Can I can I put it to can I put it to the Twitterverse? So, question. Okay, so question for you guys on Twitter: Who do you think is the better, the bigger name, Jeff Hardy or Rey Mysterio, as of right now? I mean, bear in mind, uh, oh, basically, just going back to young before, because I can't find official numbers. As of right now, themselves. what, comparing Shoot. one guy who can wrestle and one guy who's injured all the time? No, 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 no. I'm not biggest talking about draw. the wrestling ability. I'm talking about the, the name itself. Biggest name, biggest draw. Put it as a Twitter poll after we've finished. Okay. Yeah. And see what happens. Um, but that was Elimination Chamber. Um, Daniel Bryan retains. All is well with the world because Kofi is doing bits. Oh, can I can I just say something really quickly? Right, NXT has taught me to fucking hate the end of uh, end of shows because oh my god, I I was ha- everyone I knew on Twitter was also flicking back and seeing, going, don't turn. There were there there were there was so much time spent on the new day mm. as a group on the steps and slowly going back, and I'm thinking Kofi looks annoyed. Kofi's gonna fucking turn. Or they're going to turn on Kofi. I just couldn't help shake the feeling. I don't think they'll ever do that. Oh, they'll never do it, but at the time, when when you're in suspension of disbelief mode. Like we said the other week, the New Day will never turn heel again um, because of how good they are. Um, Big E is hilarious. And they sell merch to kids. So I saw something on Twitter as I was scrolling through. Apparently, Big E apparently said in an interview once... I haven't heard it, but um, apparently they said they've said to WWE that um, they don't ever want to turn, and if they come to them saying that we're going to have a storyline for you to turn and split, that they'll all quit. It's just no, there's no way they. That's what I saw. There's no way they're ever going to fucking quit. They they're all making millions because they're on part of the merch sales. There's no way they're going to split. No, I'm not having that. Yeah, but they make millions of WWE as well. Hmm. So if WWE let them quit, that's a whole chunk of money gone. Indeed. Personally, I, I said on I said on Twitter, didn't I? I don't think Kofi's good enough to be a WWE champion and carry a brand. Um. Now, Matt, you said that no one in WWE can carry a brand. No, they they can't. So. I think it's, that's effective of Brock Lesnar being a dick. It's, it's Raw not that, really suffers from it's, it. It's not just Raw, though. If you look at across the board, the WWE do not have a Rock, an Austin, a Triple H of the early 2000s, By a John Cena. NXT as well. Across the entire thing, they do not have anybody that right now is a household name to everybody. Seth they don't. They, Seth Rollins is not a household name. I'd never heard of him before I started watching wrestling 18 months ago. He's, or two years ago at this point. He's not a household name. If I asked my mum to name wrestlers, she would say The Rock, The Undertaker, Hulk Hogan, Steve, Stone Cold Steve Austin. She might say Kane. Like, like there's, they haven't been... She might know who John Cena is if I showed her a photo. If I showed her a photo of Daniel Bryan, she'd go, what the fuck is that? <laughs> There's something there. crap doing on my screen. <laughs> like, if seriously, take anybody, including Brock Lesnar, who the WWE see as a draw, and take it to somebody who hasn't, who's nothing to do with wrestling, and they would, they might recognise somebody who's had a cameo in a film. Other than that, they're not going to know who they are. 
But we're in this day and age now where people only remember wrestling from the 90s. No, people remember people who were massive, massive stars. Hulk Hogan was a household name without ever doing anything other than wrestling because he got into the news and it was the, it, it's a big thing. because <laughs> yeah, he was Res- a racist. <laughs> res- wrestling, <laughs> wrestling cannot make stars anymore. Oh, sorry, the WWE cannot make stars anymore because everything is 50-50, so no one ever gets over, so nobody ever gets known by the, the fans. There's one exception to this, and that is Ronda Rousey. And Ronda Rousey, because she was such a big name in the UFC, she's gone on to do some films, she's done this, that, and the other. She is a big name outside of wrestling. There is not one single man in WWE, who is a big name anymore? Mm. They are all big within wrestling, not just a big name. Yeah, I think I think John Cena's the only one close to that at the moment. Yeah. Once you and get again, to more like, because at some point it'll be on the level as Rock, and it'll be in every fucking film going. Yeah, he's yeah. already started doing that, and he. Yeah, he's mm. he's on his way there, but and to be fair, I did say, but John Cena doesn't wrestle anymore. When was the last no. time he wrestled? He'll be at Mania. He, of course he, he will. He put Finn Balor over to get a match with Borky Lenzer. And he's, he wrestled, I think, the week before that. And then apart from that, he hadn't really wrestled since when he was cuddling Triple H in Saudi Arabia. Don't know. Um, before we get into Raw and SmackDown this week, because um, Chris has had to BRB for a minute, um, I forgot to do the news. Um, because oh, I'm you, a really good, tit. I'm a really good host. It's because we did the Usos bit and Chris shat on it, so we just yeah. So <laughs> we've already talked about Corey Graves. We don't need to talk about that. Um, it kind of came out before Raw this week that um, DX, including the following: um, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Billy Gunn, Road Dog, X Pac, and China, um, are going to be inducted into the um, WWE Hall of Fame. I kind of mentioned this to you guys in the DMs um, this week, and I said, this is the only way China's going to get into the Hall of Fame. 100%. Um, because of her other I don't think business they're ever ventures. Of China, um, what so this makes everyone happy. It makes everyone that's saying China should be in there. She now is, and she, she can be kind of, it sounds rude, but lost in the shuffle saying, DX are in it. Yeah. With China. Yeah, um, kind of, they're kind of glossing over that China's in the Hall yeah. of Fame by... It, it's a positive, though, because at the end of the day, China was the first woman that ever got taken seriously in the entire of the WWE's history. She won the Intercontinental Championship. She was the first in a Royal Rumble. Yeah. I think she, she, she had was, the IC title twice, didn't she? Yeah, she had it twice. Um, she... And there, there was a lot of fallout from this, I think, as well, from Paige, I think... So I don't know whether it was to do with China being inducted or something like that, but Paige went on a massive rant about how it was the fans' fault for not taking women's wrestling seriously. No, no. So what's happened there is a, a quote has come up from about four year, three or four years ago. Somebody was circul- circulating a thing saying Paige has come out and said that it was the women's fault that they were the where they were in wrestling and not the fans. And it's something that she said offhand when she was angry after the after the leaks, and has since said, "Look, it was something said in the heat of a moment, um, and I was just, you know, I wasn't in the right headspace to be making comments." And people mm. are taking that out of context now, and 
started sharing it again, and she's come out on Twitter and said, "Look, this is a comment I said yeah. three years ago at this point." There is an why, interesting. Why are people bringing it up? There is an interesting thing that um, it was about how all in in relation to pages mentions whatever four years ago. Um, here is the kind of quote from WWE saying it wasn't WWE who made the women's wrestling rubbish. It was the fans. And then there was this long Twitter feed and it was showing different examples of when WWE took a massive shit all over women's wrestling. And it's like, apparently um, they cut one of the matches because Undertaker went an Undertaker match went on too long. They yeah, literally the cut Bellas one of matches. versus the Funkadactyls at the time of Naomi yeah. Cameron, was it? Yes, Cameron. And, um, um, there was Undertaker another and CM Punk went like 10, 20 minutes over or what? something. Wasn't and they completely cut the match. Funkadactyl. No. no. Um, but they, there was loads of different things saying like um, Trish Stratus was told by Vince McMahon that she should kiss somebody at the end of a match. I think it was mm. to do with the Mickey Corey James Wilson, thing. Yeah, no, and she Wilson. said, I don't want to do it because it's not part of my character. Um, they pretty much got given 20-second matches because they were the piss break. Uh, and it was, it was hard reading for a fan of wrestling now to go and look back at WWE and go, yeah, actually, if WWE thought this, that's shocking. Like You can't um, argue that it was WWE's fault that women's wrestling yeah, was definitely. as shocking as it was, if you can say that. Yeah, much. definitely. Yeah, the, well, they didn't pick wrestlers, did they? They picked... In the, the they picked 2000s, like, it was just models from the end mm. who looked good in a bikini. Yeah, and, and that was it. And, like, and I... Th- it, it is positive the way they've gone to that they're, they're now actually promoting actual wrestlers. Although, look at what's happened to Asuka. They say people were saying, Oh, you know, we're, we're finally getting the Asuka that we all wanted with her getting the title. Where the fuck is she? We'll get she to was that. on SmackDown. We'll get to that. Um, Chris is back, but we'll continue with our news. I forgot to do your news, Chris, and I'm an absolute moron. Um, yeah. the, the other bit of news WWE related was Ty Dillinger through his Twitter, has requested a release from WWE. Cody gifts inserted here. Um, I'm not going to say it's a big loss, to be honest. People say they're going to miss him. He hasn't been on telly since September. Yeah. What are you going to miss? And thing worked, but in main roster, it was awful. Uh, he, he was never a big star in NXT, though. And no, he wasn't. He no, was he just there. The only other person that's gone... Okay, never been a big star as Elias. True. Because he, yeah, true. I think I think it's because ultimately you associate with um, asking for release or being released or future endeavoured as the end of their career. You 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 do. Whether whether AEW exists, whether indies exist or not, people seem to think that kind of don't hear from them again. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it won't be Ty Dillinger anymore because he doesn't. You know, because he probably yeah. doesn't own the rights to that name. It's not the same person, not the same character, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, in, a th- in theory, that character is now dead. Um, and it's kind of a shame. It is a bit of a shame because Ty Dillinger is an incredibly good wrestler. And we all know where he's going to go because we all know his first ever tag team partner was a certain Cody Rhodes. Exactly. Or was so, it? Yeah, it was, yeah. I didn't know that. They, they, apparently, he tried to create, they tried to create a stable. Um, just force it through with Vince and it didn't happen. It was Ty Dillinger, um, Cody, and oh, who the fuck was it? It was someone else. Um, of that sort of Ted DiBiase Jr. Trying to fuck on me. Trying to fuck <laughs> on me. Didn't they do one anyway? It was Legacy because it had Randy Orton in it. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, like, yeah, it was fronted by Randy Orton. It was really, it was actually quite a good group, to be honest. Yeah. I'm um, talking of AEW people. Um, members of the Being the Elite are reportedly, or were reportedly, offered an invasion type angle from WWE to do um, January to Mania, and that if it worked um, or didn't work and they weren't happy, they could leave after Mania. So it was pretty much a short contract. Obviously, that didn't happen, because look at what we've got now. But <clears throat> I think that came out from Cultaholic, that actually this is something that might have... I saw it from Cultaholic. I don't know what, where the original source was. Might have melt, from, probably the melt, probably. yeah. Knowing Cultaholic, um, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, definitely. The other bit of um, other wrestling news was AEW this week had another video on there. Um, on their YouTube or Cody's YouTube, I think it was. Um, and they've they kind of talked about how All In had this battle royal, which was a over the budget battle royal because they threw it in there. Um, but they're going to do one at double or nothing. Um, okay. There's going to be some sort of reward for the winner. We don't know what that is yet because they, they know what it is. It, it sounds like a title shot. Yeah. It sounds like a briefcase. Um, briefcase. They haven't really mentioned anything about it. But oh, they can't say anything about it yet because they're going to keep us because they don't have a title. Because <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a title yet. Um, but the the other thing was the winner, the winner gets a TV deal. Yeah, <laughs> they've announced two people who are going to be in it. One of them is a British wrestler, um, super bad Kip Sabian. I don't know if any of you have. Heard I know of him. who he. I, I know who Kip Sabian is. Um, the other guy. Not got a single clue. No, apparently he used to be a wrestler. Brandon Cutler used to be a wrestler. Then his wife made the ring gear for the the young bucks, and that was his night like, claim in the video. It was just like, yeah, my wife makes the gear. <laughs> We're gonna be a power and, couple because I'll be a power couple because I'm gonna be a wrestler yeah. and she's gonna make my gear. And I was just like, who are you? Um, <laughs> yeah, I did really know. But Kip Sabian, I saw. Um, IPW, he was the Z Force champion when I went to see them, or he won the Z Force champion. I watched him um, do a weird spot where some guy had a chicken, uh, like he dressed as a chicken or a swan. Oh, he, he, okay, and he had. Um, I he actually had a chicken. No, <laughs> and he got he got no he ever. got he got an egg out of his trunks and then broke the egg. Um, into a cup and then force fed Kip Sabian to drink I fucking it. Hate indie wrestling. So. It's brilliant. It was brilliant. What the Mate, fuck if you like? watched it, you were go. Me and Kev went and uh, just go. What's going on here? What? And then he got punched in the face and then spat the egg all over the crowd. And we, oh, were we like, all good. We all have a good spit from a punch. Um, but yeah, Kip Sabian. I think he was. I think he might have been IPW champion as well. Um, but he has done a lot around on the indies and seeing him in. AEW is quite nice. They are tapping into British talent, which is nice to, to see. British I really talent, like um, it. Get a spotlight on them. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I've, got, like I've, got, I've got a tiny, tiny little tidbit of news for you. Um, at Download Festival every year, as you're aware, they do. Uh, they have NXT talent come in. Uh, this year, instead of the NXT talent itself, it's, it's just going to be NXT UK this time. And I think that's how they're going to do it from now on as well. Which, really? Yeah, it's gonna be just. And I, I'd say just NXT Same UK. That, they'll have one or two who will come from normal NXT. Sure, yeah, they'll have the, There's like, a lot the, of crossover. No, I'm like Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel are going to be in the or Walter or whoever. You know what I mean? Something yeah, like they're going to oh, be. Yeah, oh, they'll, yeah they'll, they'll, have, they'll have to get some reasonably big names in. Otherwise, you know. Yeah, it's... people will kick off because it's all goobers. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, and then 
the last bit of news is related to the next thing we're going to talk about, which is Monday Night Raw. The crowd in Lafayette was so bad that it ended up as the number one trend on Twitter. Yes. Wow. The Lafayette wow. trends beat Raw. <laughs> raw is a trend. Yeah, that is insane. Okay, so, um, so, so, so I've not missed any of Raw discussion. No, we haven't started Raw. Yet. No, we didn't start Brilliant. Raw. Right, we good times. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Cheers. So, um, for, for those who need to know, I'm, I'm I'm not feeling very well, so you know, yeah, bit of a while. Yeah, Sorry about that's, that. That's that's too <laughs> much information right there. Um, information. This this week's Raw and SmackDown has been highly dominated by NXT debuts. Um, Ricochet, Alistair Black, Johnny Gargano, and Tommaso Ciampa were announced still don't Raw know first. Full time or not? We, really yeah, don't. we still don't know because obviously Johnny Gargano at the time of this and the recording of the NXT being released this week. He was still North American champion. Tommaso Ciampa is still NXT champion. Ricochet and Alistair Black, you can understand if they were brought up mainstream because mainstream, main roster, because they don't hold a title. That's that's Kevin Owens came up to the main roster. Yeah. If all four of these are not on NXT after WrestleMania, NXT will struggle. I think they're going to put a lot behind all, Matt Riddle. Actually, no. They're putting a lot behind Matt Riddle and Velveteen Dream and a few others. So personally, I'm, I'm not that worried about it right now. But we'd say, we'd probably say that, I'm sure we said that this last this time last year, roughly. people. We, well, we didn't, people we didn't, yeah, but not that many came up last year after but, Mania. But people are like, oh, if so-and-so comes up, if so-and-so comes up. Well, Na- Trabe, Nakamura. Ember Moon. Nakamura. No, that was this time last year, year, year before. Well, was that year before? Oh, yeah, it was year before, wasn't it? No yeah. more seen that, and then he comes up, yeah. Andrade and uh, Amber Moon. Moon. Was that it? Um, it was, there wasn't many. There was somebody else that got buried. Oh, um, Sanity. Um, Sanity oh, that got buried. Oh, um, AOP oh, that got buried. And, um, Lacey Evans. That no. was this year. That was January. <laughs> Uh, um, but yeah, so I it's just... interesting about Lacey Evans. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll bit. get to her. Um, the the way that Triple H announced this was weird. Instead was of getting the big pop, like oh, we're gonna have a match against a mystery opponent or something like that, and then say Ricochet's music hits, and then everybody goes. Oh, but then I kind of saw the crowd, and then went. Actually, it's probably a good job they didn't. Because the pop was would have been like. Did you see the look of like Triple H? Normally, when he gets to talk about himself, is the most arrogant bastard in the world. But he looked dead behind the eyes when he was announcing that DX were going to the Hall of Fame, and I knew something was up because he doesn't want and to. He doesn't want to do it. I don't think he wants the four that came up to come up. I don't think he wanted that at all. And wow. there's ru- the rumors are that Vince McMahon has called them up. So that he can prove to Triple H that they won't make it on the main roster. For God's sake. I've also say... heard the rumour that um, Champa and Gargano are, are set for a massive push on the main roster. <laughs> yeah. so, honestly, lingering honestly, reports. I, 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 this, this, this whole Vincent Mantain's NXT bullshit thing, it's bullshit. I'm sorry, but it's bullshit because it's good for the company. This this, this is what people don't seem to understand. Right? NXT, is, it's the same fucking thing. It's under the WWE it umbrella. It still makes money. It still makes money. It doesn't, money. Make, money. It makes it doesn't make money. It doesn't okay. make money. It okay. hemorrhages money. Look at, look at their financial reports last year. It hemorrhaged over £25 million last year. It made £25 million less than it brought in, including merch sales. 
it did not make any money last Does year. Is that including all. the performance on it? I don't know whether that's NXT and Performance Center or just NXT. I can't see NXT hemorrhaging that much, but no. on the Performance Center, when you've got hundreds and hundreds of wrestlers not doing anything, just chilling, but getting paid for it, of course, it's going to lose money. Yeah, mm. but 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 to me, this 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 whole this whole Vince hates NXT thing, it fucking annoys me because I just I can't see why he would. I, he honestly, wouldn't have it in his company if he if he didn't like the idea. Yeah, and he I will mean, tell you if he doesn't like something, and then we'll say, "Yeah, it's not it happening." Was, in in terms of the these the debuts thing, by by the way, did you see Triple H fuck it up and then start it again? I yeah. quite like that. That was quite good. Um, it's the fact that um, yeah, because right. I saw Matthew from Botchamania tweeted it, and he says and he says he's keeping me in a job. Yeah. Um, and then Fair I think places. he said, "Oh, didn't he say something like, oh, this isn't pre-recorded, so I can't. I can't I'm going to have to do it again." He says, "Hey, well, it's live. Let's, let's do it again, shall we?" And then you know casual but the thing the way that they did this to me i didn't if it was any other place anywhere else than corpus christi or lafayette or a dead town why have four of your quote-unquote big nxt guys come up in dead towns and this is not when smackdown was in fucking new orleans like quite a smarky town, you know, where WrestleManias are held quite regularly. Yeah, put Raw there and, and stick SmackDown and Lafferty. No, no, no. Have you seen the list of the 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 cities for the next seven Raws before Mania? No. no. Every single one of them is a smarky city. They're in Chicago twice. They're in Phil- they're they're in places basically where they have the big four pay per views for the entire run up. To, to be fair, yeah. and it's it, they this is why I think that I think there is like precedent to the rumour that Vince doesn't want these men to succeed because why would you call them up at some fucking unknown city where there's a bunch of cunts in the crowd who don't know what they're talking about when you could have called them up next week in Chicago? It smacks of desperation. To me, no, to, to me it smacks of we don't have a show because Seth is part injured. Because da, 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 our da, universal da. champions nowhere to be seen. Our universal champion is <laughs> not turning up this seen. week. We don't have a fucking show. Well, if that's the case, call those people up where they're going to get fucking cheered. Don't call them up a week early where they're in a city that probably doesn't have any internet access, so they can't watch the <laughs> networks. So they've never seen any of the NXT stars. So, 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 so they're on their bloody phones. Yeah. So, 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 what, so, what do you expect them to go? All right. So, no show this week. Sorry, we most of the time not here this week. We can we, we, we no. You, you, to be honest, it's exactly the same as what you do every other fucking week. You have the lucha house party. You have a half hour match. You have fucking whatever. Just you know, Mojo Rawley's not doing anything. Can Bring him around for a fucking match. Could you imagine the reception in a Chicago if we had DIY versus Revival? And well, and it wasn't announced in advance. This 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 is what the, the element of surprise is. What I love about wrestling the yeah. the, the you don't know what's going to happen if they announce in advance. That element is gone completely. So why they do that sometimes it be, it beggars belief. But then but then actually I do know why they do it because of ratings because ratings for no, more I know are why they do it horrifically down. Internet smarks like it's it. the guy called Dave Meltzer who fucking ruins everything. Because <laughs> he's a friggin' melt. I mean the yeah. room, the rumors were out hours before the actual fucking uh, before WWE tweeted it. So in theory I get what you're saying that could have been the case, but it's just. 
it was it was handled so there's no, there's no surprises in wrestling anymore yes there is mm. Hardy's returning was a surprise I beg to differ in this in this day and age where everybody has access to Twitter and you've got people like Dave Meltzer or anybody who's trying to get that tweet that can bang you're oh, going to yeah, get yeah. somebody who goes so and so is going to be on Raw this week and then when no they one turn thought, up, everyone thought Dean was going to turn but no one thought Dean would turn on that night that's a, that was a surprise. That, Dean yeah. turning last. Dean turning was probably no. Or the Roman Reigns leukemia and the Dean Dean turning are the two probably biggest actual surprises we've had in a yeah. very long time. Those yeah. are the only apart from me you not wrestled. knowing anything about wrestling and didn't did, I didn't know that the Hardys were going to be at Mania thirty three, and then everything else <laughs> has not been a surprise until Dean Ambrose turned because Roman Reigns had leukemia. And I'm, I'm, what I'm trying to say is, new wrestlers who are debuting, whether it's call-ups from NXT or whether it's someone like coming from wherever, the indies, who everybody knows, or a return, like the only one that surprised me, as Matt said, was the Hardy Boys. Every return since, like Kevin Owens, right? He's been doing packages of little vignettes this week and the last two weeks saying I'm coming back soon. Filler. I'm the changing. But why? Why do you why do you do that? Why don't you wait until the day and then you just you hear his music hit and then everybody goes, Oh my god, he's back. Like Because because at the moment they have a three hour show with half no the one to fill it. no one to really fill it. So they are filling it with a lot of promos and a lot of packages and a lot of little segments. It's no a, one they in WrestleMania season, which is just stupid. It's dumb, but it's but it's how it's it just, is. It's, it's, yeah, it's just when you've got Roman who's on the shelf because of leukemia. You got Seth on the shelf because he's got back in. You got injuries. Dean on his way out. You got Dean on the way out. You got Brock who never turns up. Braun, I still don't think Braun's fully. fully Braun's fit. never going to recover from what they've done to him. Baron is nowhere. Other than that, what Ron, Ronda, Becky, Charlotte? That's it. Brilliant. That's and, that. And, feels, and, that feels the first half hour. We'll sort that. If you were gonna, if you were gonna know, sort of, you realised early on, you know that this city is not a city known for a smarky crowd. Pull out fucking no way, Jose, who's doing fuck all, Mojo Wally, fill it with shit because it's going to be a shit show no matter what. What we've now done is we've buried some really good wrestlers already. By bringing they're them up buried. and having them have shit reactions, they're no, not. No, gonna, no, they're they're not never ever going to get the pops that they would have got next week. They'll never get those pops. They've they got the pops, the new, they got the pops in New Orleans. They mm. got those pops. Yeah, they, they, yeah. That, that's pretty much why they, they dragged them over to New Orleans as well. Probably, but to me, it was it. Look, I, I, I occasionally just just go on YouTube and go WWE debuts, and yeah, it's great seeing. Oh my god, the AJ debut. And oh my god, this, that, and the other debuts. Like the, the the genuine shock and reaction are the feeling. It's great. I love those sort of videos. And and you're they you only get one debut, <laughs> and each of their debuts was very flat. And and yes, I blame Lafayette. Fuck you, Lafayette. But besides besides the point, they're not buried by any stretch. I mean, come on, it's not. It they're not. They're, you know, they're not. Fucking Baron Corbin levels of silence. <laughs> Having said Baron that, Baron Corbin. Corbin and Strowman got a fucking pop. <laughs> they Talk got a pop. Man. They got. No, they got that a pop. Where I was going to start because the next they, 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 they were the only because got a pop Lafayette on know who they are and they didn't know who the NXT guys are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's... when they go to a Chicago, whenever that is, they will get a massive pop. 
no matter what, because you see Ricochet come up on the Titan shot, Titan stream, and you're like, oh shit, shit's going to kick off a, right now. Got got more of a reaction than Gargano and Champa did. He Ricochet, and the crowd went, hey, uh, and then and then and then Gargano and oh, Alice Black comes out, and you hear a tumbleweed. <coughs> Oh, I love um, that one. But yeah, you know I mean? Just... that that was the match I was going to go into: Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin. In I'm a not table watching match. it. No, I didn't fuck. I didn't fucking watch it. God. No, I didn't. Oh, I just oh, saw God, that. Um, no, no. Braun no, Strowman that. put Corbin through a table, and then Great. that was it. Drew and Drew and Bobby Lashley didn't come out to help. So elimination chamber. Yeah, consistency. Um, apparently, Paul Heyman came out and then was throttled by the throat of by Strowman. So yeah. That was no fun. Uh, I, then I assume to tease a, a, a fast lane match that isn't going to happen. We then got a Paul Heyman introduces a video of Brock Lesnar's le- legacy, and I was like, "Oh, does he is 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 he going to turn it?" Oh no, then no, there is part one. Remember, just part one oh, of his, part his, one. his legacy video. <sighs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, Brock Lesnar, if, if you listen to this podcast. You're a prick. I hate you. Um, Let's be honest. Brock doesn't watch any wrestling. Brock doesn't. Wrestling Brock doesn't, doesn't do anything. I bet he sits in a dark room on his own with Counting Paul Heyman, counting the ducats and Sable. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just probably spend most of the time just chilling with Sable or yeah. on Sable, one or the other. True. Um, but yeah, that this is trying to get me pumped up for a WrestleMania match, which is involving Brock Lesnar, and it's not. So thank you for a waste of whatever, however many minutes part one was. Um, we then had Finn Balor and Ricochet in a tag team match against Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush. Um, <clears throat> because at the start, I believe um, Bobby Lashley assaulted Balor, is that correct? Yeah. Um, and then Ricochet came out to help him. Um, it was good to show off. Ricochet's athletic ability on TV into a mainstream audience, but again, the crowd was shit, so therefore... To be fair, Ricochet was the only one that sort of got crowd reaction by the end of his match. Because he was doing flippy stuff. Because he was doing incredible spots, like the 6.30 or whatever he calls it, finally got them out of their seats. Ricochet was the only one that got reaction. But what they've done is they've brought him up and they've said, we see this guy... As a mid-carder. Apparently the plan was to have him versus Finn for the IC title. But then Trips changed it because he didn't want him to lose straight away. On the main Which makes sense. Hmm. And getting help, helping Balor beat these two is just furthering his story, isn't it, really? Yeah. Um, it's like... um. Uh, oh, what's his name? Hideo Tami did exactly the same. He teamed up with Balor, with Balor to fight off two people I can't remember who it was Ricochet would just be in that spot one week and then like we saw on Smackdown he'll do his own thing if he's yeah. called up main uh, permanently I but know. I mean it, I mean I I'm firmly in the belief that uh, Ricochet's called up I, I'm certain he is to me he, he's he they I reckon they see a lot in Ricochet and I've seen NXT spoilers and uh, I, I still don't know what the hell's going on just gonna say mm. that much yeah yeah I I I haven't seen spoilers, but I'm really confused, and I think we'll get to that once we've talked about Raw. Um, Lucha House Party don't versus Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Don't yeah, care. Yeah, cool. No. Yeah. 
No one's going to care. Even when Kurt Hawkins breaks a streak, no one will care about No, they're going to do it in Mania and they're going to win tag, tag, tag titles, aren't they? Wow. Oh, don't fucking say that. Yeah, that's what well, the tag, tag titles mean absolute sweet FA anyway. So. Yeah, but, yeah, but they, He'll win the Andre the Battle... Andre the Giant Battle Royale. Andre the Battle Giant Royale. Ladder match. Andre the Battle Royale Giant. They'll win that. 25 man over the Ladder Battle Royale. Ladder Rider last. There you go. For a briefcase. Brilliant. For a briefcase with... At, at, at the last minute, just as he reaches for it, somebody will pull the briefcase up, but we'll never find out why. We'll never... <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be moved it to a pole. It'll move to a pole. Somewhere in the arena. Back, everyone? <laughs> and then The Undertaker will come out on the WrestleMania pre-show and throw lightning at it. And fireballs and shit. Like that. And then Bray Wyatt's career will end because he won't win a match. It's already ended. And this is why we don't book wrestling, everybody. <laughs> we are um, the bad bookers. We are bad bookers. Um... Heavy Machinery then did some sort of on-stage promo, um, just talking about stakes and weights. And then Lace, I think we didn't really talk about this on Elimination Chamber, but Lacey Evans came out at Elimination Chamber, walked to the ring, then turned around and walked back. It's a catwalk, isn't it? She's doing a catwalk. And then she did it again on Monday night. Yep. Um, past past, Jobber Jobber Tag Team, whatever they're called. Leave stakes and weights alone. Can I just say that uh, the news that I, I keep seeing on Reddit at the moment is... Is it Evans versus Asker at WrestleMania? No. It, well, no, I don't know about that. But for me, it's that Evans they see a lot in Lacey Evans in the way that her story, her, her legit story... She got story called up to the main roster. She didn't wrestle at all. Then she got thrown in at number one in the Women's Royal Rumble, did 25 botches and got thrown out. <laughs> They see a lot in her actual story in the way that she's a single mother. She's ex-military. She's uh, blonde. She's, she's blonde. She's got. She's got, she's got a very good look that. in that aspect. She can't wrestle. She can wrestle. She can't wrestle. She, she can, can wrestle. She can't wrestle. She you can. watch some of those NXT matches from last year. She cannot wrestle on the she same can. level. She will. They know Kyrie Zane was really, really good. She and will you get. Don't there. like Kyrie Zane, so you know. They really see good. her as one of the top three after Ronda's gone. With well, Charlotte, fucking tripping, Becky, if that's the case. and Lacey Absolutely Evans. Absolutely fucking tripping. Legitimately, that's what that's what I'm seeing all over. She's also blonde. She's also got big tits. Yeah. I've got to remember that. Um, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I do kind of. I I don't think she's great in the ring. I think she. She's blonde. She she's got big tits, and she she's quite tall. Exactly. Who does that yeah. remind you of? Charlotte Flair. Exactly. But, but yeah. apart from the fact there's a difference, Charlotte Flair can wrestle. Um, we then had the match um, of Revival versus Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa and me and Matt kind of started having this conversation before we started the recording and we're going to have that discussion now what is going on with storylines where these two were feuding and had feud of the year last year they haven't been feuding for ages but yes they haven't been mates but they're not best mates, but all of a sudden, we're best friends again! Yeah, but the story over when Johnny won the title was he's kind of in this mindset where he's getting brainwashed by Champa. And... He turned the he turned Champa down. Champa offered... Right, in fact, let's not even bother with this week's one. He, Champa offered weeks ago for them to go for things together, and Gargano said, no, I can do this on my own. 
and then they come up to the main roster and they're back as fucking DIY again. I don't want to spoil acting anything like from NXT, but um... like literally acting like faces. They were like when they were in the mm -hmm. ring, they were the faces in that match. This was so confusing. Backstage, backstage, they did the whole thing, and Champ was hugging Goldie, and they were like telling uh, Goober Tag Team Number Four um, that. Um, you know that they were better than them anyway. Whatever Chad Gable and Bo Boobies called, or whatever oh, they're, they're called. Rude. Yeah. Um, rude. So back there, they kind of, sort of were faces, but they were still very pally. They come out to the ring as baby faces, even though they're both heels on NXT. And yeah, it's just a frigging mess, isn't it? Just to remember, mess. also, if you're a heel on NXT, you're a face on main roster. You want to remember that. Nonsense. Continuity, my friend. Across brands. If continuity. Get... There's continuity across Raw and SmackDown with Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Why is there not continu continuity with NXT? If it was a straight call-up and they were never going back to NXT ever again, fine, make them faces, make them back as a tag team, make them both back as mates. That's not what's happened here. We've got two guys who at the time hold both the, title, both the men's singles titles from NXT both as heels, come to the main roster and wrestle as faces. No, it's not okay. Let's just nonsense. absolutely bury the storylines that everybody's invested. That storyline, the Champa Gargano storyline, for two and a half year build at this point, is the best storyline the WWE have ever the done in their entire you've history. got to remember is that 75% of people that watch Raw don't watch NXT. So why should the other 25% of us be punished for because their it's, incompetence? It's more in it. If you if you impress if you make the more happy, it doesn't matter about what the less. I mean, they're not making anyone happy at the moment. I know that much, but yeah, that was it was nonsense. Um, it was a good match. Champa um, and Gargano won. Fucking, was it Michael Cole who said, "Oh, and they've come together with the knee and the kick." Doesn't even he hasn't even bothered to learn the fucking name of their finisher. I don't know the name of their finisher. It's quite, honestly, meet, meet in the honestly, I meet read in the some. Middle. I read something on Twitter which I hundred percent agree with. The commentary team on Raw is dire. Um, Michael mm. Cole is just soundbite after soundbite nonsense. Corey Graves couldn't even get his words out properly this week. And Renee Young just makes, ooh, ah, noises every fucking 10 minutes. Yeah. I am. Exactly I that. don't understand what is happening with the main roster at the moment. It's, it's almost like you shouldn't team. have a free team panel on the commentary team. You shouldn't oh, have a free team oh, panel because we know that never works. And so we'll do it anyway. NXT has a three team panel, and well, I know who Maro Ranello is. I still don't know the name of the other two. Percy Watson. What I know, the thing with NXT is Maro Ranello is it's his commentary team with Nigel throwing in tidbits and. Um, Percy throwing in his tidbits, whereas Raw is everyone's fighting to get their voice kind of. And, and the uh, thing, the thing is, and I, um, they showed um on X NXT this week the match best matches of takeovers from this year or something. It's like a new DVD that's coming out, yeah, and there's the video that. of Maro Ronaldo reacting. He reacts to the wrestling like he's watching it for the first time and knows nothing about what's happening. He's yeah. watching it as if we're watching it, and it's. Why can commentators on main roster not do the same thing? Because Vince McMahon is in their ear saying, say this, say that, don't forget this catchphrase, do this, do that. Whereas on Look, NXT, I am Vince fed up of hearing there. every time that it's past, it's past time. I wouldn't be surprised if Triple H just goes, says, 
here's what you need. Here's some stats. Mario, I know how good you are. Go do your Exactly. Bit. If we know how good they are. Michael Cole has been doing this for, what, 15 years? Longer. Longer? Much longer yeah. than that. 20, yeah, he still sounds years. like as if he's in his first week. 98, he debuted on Raw, I think. He sounds like he's still in 1998 doing his first show. <laughs> it's like Vince McMahon is dictating to him what exactly to say. He doesn't sound like anything he's Michael Cole would yes, say. Man, yeah, well, to, like to, to put this in Take your silly soul patch and actually do your proper job. To put this into perspective, um, you'll have seen in my streams me mate Tom is finally getting back into wrestling again. The third message he sent me after watching a Raw for the first time since... The last, I think he said, the last pay per view he'd ever watched was One Night Stand, the one that was god awful. Oh, and, up. Yeah, um, so he's not watched wrestling at all since then. And the first thing he said to me halfway through watching Raw was, "Commentary team shit, isn't it?" <laughs> Literally, the first thing he said to me about Raw. Why? Like, that's why Corey I learned to tune out the commentary team ages ago. Corey Graves is good. Don't get me wrong; he can be good, but you can kind of see. Vince has started to twist his brain and it's I just I just don't uh, I really I, oh. I can't remember the last time I listened to the commentators so I don't give a shit really <laughs> I mean like... I do because I watch I try and watch the product and, and try and enjoy it and listening to you try and enjoy it don't listen to the commentator <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah pretty much unless Mara Ronello's in your ear then don't listen to the that man is fire. Um, I've just realised that we 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 haven't even finished raw yet. Um, just Sasha skim Bank- through it because there's ugh, nothing else really happened. <sighs> Sasha yeah. Banks and Bailey. I want to say something about this. Go on, Sasha then. Banks and Bailey said so little in the first two and a half minutes of this promo that I fast forwarded the rest of it. What the fuck was the point in there? Uh, <laughs> I think it was because off, they expected crowd reactions from a typical babyface fire promo and the crowd just stood there like, who are you? I don't <laughs> know who you are. And they just kind of were like, oh, fuck. Because I don't think they're the best promos around. Oh, um, no. And no. when the crowds just sat there like, the ones, what are you, you going to say, mate? What, what are you going to say? They just kind of shat themselves and it went tits up from there. Yeah. Tamina spoke, though. That was mental. <laughs> <laughs> she speaks. Is that um, the first time she's spoken since she came up and did that shitty promo after Money in the Bank? Probably. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Where she just repeated what Charlotte Oh, no, she was speaking in that Nia Jax promo last week, but she was speaking over the top of Nia, and no one could understand <laughs> what she was saying. Because the only thing, the only time I ever remember Tamina speaking was, you know, when they um, did the first Money in the Bank match, and then on the SmackDown after they, they all the women came out and said it was bullshit, and Charlotte Flair goes, and I'm gonna whoever she was in, uh, yeah, was there, I'm, I'm gonna make you look like James Ellsworth, and then and Tamina came like, out and said. I'm gonna make you look like James Ellsworth. And Charlotte was like, "What?" And you literally, like, uh, James Ellsworth turns to Carmelo and said, "Did she just say that?" Like, completely <laughs> breaks character because to me, it's just fucking useless. But the promo was pretty much just them bigging up how they're going to defend the titles wherever against whoever. Nia Jackson to me, pretty much interrupted and says they they're going to do it, but 
He was just Still nasty. don't care about the women's tag titles. Moving on. Um, Drew McIntyre versus Dean Ambrose. Um, again, I didn't really care for this. Um, just a squash match. Wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Absolute squash match. McIntyre yeah, won. Thanks for coming. Cheers for coming. Elias versus Alistair Black. So Elias was going to do his usual singing, um, but gets interrupted this time by Alistair Black. Um, Alistair Black beat him. Um was pretty good. If this were, I, I was going back to the crowd, if this was in a, a, a well-known city, I would have 100% had DIY Revival as the main event and go on for like a half hour, 45 minutes. Yeah. <clears throat> My issue with this Alistair Black versus Elias match is we all know that Elias isn't the best wrestler in the world. He's a, He's got a good gimmick. He's over with the crowd. Why the fuck is a legitimate kickboxer or martial artist, whatever Alistair Black is, why is he having an eight-minute match with rest holds with Elias? Why wasn't he just coming up and absolutely destroying him and built, get, starting to get built as somebody who could legitimately challenge for a mid-card title straight away? Because he is. Alistair Black is a legitimate badass. And at the moment, he comes up to the main roster and he's sat in the middle of the ring for six minutes in a headlock. Well, he just shows with that match against Roddy Strong on NXT, just... What he could do with striking and selling as well, because Roddy put punishment on him. Well, with the way that Nakamura was booked, who is who is also a big striker like Alistair Black, and it's going to go the same way. And I'm going to, I'm going to be saying in three months' time that Alistair Black can't wrestle because I'll have forgotten what he's done in NXT and he won't be in NXT anymore. Cool. He won't do well on the main roster because he's just going to be cuddling people. The the, the, the the thing with it though is he is he is genuinely different and genuinely unique as a wrestler, and that doesn't could... necessarily help when Vince McMahon's at the ring. Yeah. And that's, that's what I mean. It's gonna it, he's going to be buried by Vince McMahon. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be buried. I think he's just going to struggle a bit for mm. a little while. Who? Um... I don't know. Yeah, it's his first week. Let's, Are we let's boring you, Smoothman? Let's get some proper just, weeks just into raw, these and see what happens. Fuck me, we still there's on no, the Raw? Yeah. I had to leave again. I'm really we've, we've nearly finished. Um, raw Women's Championship. Apparently, Ruby Riot gets squashed and then gets a rematch. <laughs> the yeah, fuck? <laughs> Apparently, according to WrestleTalk, because I watched one of their videos earlier for the first time in quite a while, it was supposed to be against... It was supposed to be Ronda versus Alexa. And Alexa was supposed to get squashed. Like, majorly squashed, like... On Raw? On Raw, yeah. Why squash Alexa? But Alexa wasn't ready or something. Or Good. they changed it last minute to have Ruby just have a standard match. Well, um, Vince didn't get, let Alexa get squashed, is he? Because at the end of the day, she's a, an attractive This is pretty much what people wanted to see at an elimination chamber, wasn't it, really? Instead of a squash, doesn't matter. Like the doesn't squash, matter. Yeah, doesn't squash already happened, so yeah, it doesn't matter. Makes no no difference to me. But that was raw. Should we move on to SmackDown? Please, this, this is was much better. Um, yeah, it started the night with the Miz offering a public apology to Shane because of him losing the titles at the Elimination Chamber. And it was like I heard a noise. I couldn't work out what it was, and I realised it was the crowd. And they can make noise, and they have hands <laughs> that can do this. It was incredible. But that's because it wasn't in Lafayette. New Orleans, man. If you're going to uh, have Raw, have it fucking New yeah, Orleans. Apparently they're redesigning the, uh, the Raw tag team belts. They need to, because they're shit. All the belts on the main roster are shit, apart from the women's titles. 
women's and tag the, titles. And the, no, I like the I icy belt. I like the look yeah, of that. Icy belt. Is no, the, I, I hate that icy belt. I've what? always hated the white icy belt. I hate belt. the round one. No, no, yeah, that's the, better, the, that's the, better the, than the, the fucking oval white one. one. Horrible. Yeah, no, the, the white one is fucking abysmal. And the buddy main title should be the Rock. The Rock's world heavyweight champion was the best. Rock's one. Not the, not the one that was just a big gold plate. No, I didn't like that one. That was yeah, good. that was the best one. No, that's Booker, that Booker, that's Booker T's one back when the, the championship meant nothing. No, you're wrong. No. You're you wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Your face is wrong. Your face is lovely. Wow. <laughs> this is this is taking a turn. Should we get back to SmackDown? Um, no, I refuse. <laughs> as as I was saying, Shane and Miz had a promo where Miz was apologising. We then heard some weird interruption from the Usos where he's like, whoa! Whoa! whoa. <laughs> um, they pretty much just mocked the Miz saying that Shane should find a better partner, someone who's not going to let him down, that kind of thing. McMahon then tried to like defend him, said, Oi, you dig? And watching Shane McMahon you say, dig. You dig? is the weirdest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Um, and then the match is now been made for Fastlane for a rematch because obviously rematch clauses don't exist, yet when you're Shane McMahon, they do. Yeah, because so, he's, a, he's daddy's son. Yeah. Yeah, he the daddy, and one of them um, was at Fastlane. Like I said, what's going to happen? <laughs> and there was Chris. Uh, going to go till SummerSlam. Oh, don't you look stupid, <laughs> <laughs> Alistair Black and Andrade uh, had a match, which is pretty much just calling back for his NXT smarks, isn't it? In the really? same building as when Alistair Black beat Andrade for the title. Oh. Really cool. And, and and guess what? This was actually a good wrestling match, unlike Alistair. Yeah, the crowd were into it. It was yeah, fucking <laughs> it's, it's amazing. A, a, a crowd can turn an okay match into a fantastic one. Let's be honest. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Oh, perfect. So we can also turn a good match into a shit match. Mm. Um, uh, Alistair Black won. Seth Rollins. Uh. Mm. <laughs> Alistair Black won um, with a black mass, which always looks nice. Nice. nice, nice, nice. Um, we then had Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa versus the Bar. They did have a little confrontation backstage. Um, there was a nasty knee spot for Tommaso Ciampa, which oh. we got really worried about. Um, his the knee bit threw up the X as well. Huh? Yeah, the, the referee threw up the X. Like did legitimate, yeah, legit. It, it was a legit bad spot. His knee was bent, and he he tried to do a sun. Was it sunset flip powerbomb? Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. And, but he and landed. He, didn't. He, he, he fell over himself, and then when he powerbombed um, Sheamus, he powerbombed him onto a bent knee already, and it just like his leg went out sideways. It looks like it was just a bit of a sprain, and he's he's absolutely fine. He's he's had he issues with that knee, but not as bad. Yeah, he, he ended well, up on the match. Yeah. He, he missed out. They they said there was six. He was supposed to do another six minutes in the ring, and he didn't. He basically just tagged himself in for the finish of the match. Yeah, which is understandable. Yeah, I, yeah, totally. I didn't, I didn't know they'd thrown up the X though. That's I didn't. A, that's a, they did make sure they did it off camera. Kevin yeah. Dunn did a good job there. But yeah, um, they were legitimately worried that he'd ruptured his other ACL. Mm. His as well. Yeah. It it just looked like that. It, the way it was bent was like that's that's an ACL. And that's... with Seamus, who's had a history of back issues as well, that's yeah. not good for him either. No. Yeah, I think had he had he dropped him on the other 
um, leg with the metal brace on it, he'd have injured Seamus and he'd probably have done the ACL again. He would, he would have retorn it. Mm. So thankfully, thankfully, yeah, he's good. He's all good. Come out, but the, hopefully the. But yeah, Champa got the roll-up pin to finish the match. Um, again, crowd were behind it. So it's amazing, isn't it? Good then one. the most weirdest thing happened ever. Oh my god, yes, Mandy Rose and Asuka. Um, it sets up a fast lane match. They're going to do does, that. It does. Um, um, but what the fuck? I. <laughs> she did well I, in the elimination chamber, and now she's just pinning Asuka. Nice. Yes. Yeah, I just I watched this and was like, Asuka's coming out and saying, I liked how they did this because obviously a lot of people have actually said this on Twitter. Look, why are we forgetting about Asuka? when she's a good wrestler, she's a champion, why are we forgetting about her just to push over a raw feud, effectively? Um, and then, I can't remember who it was, is it Kayla Braxton? Is that who the interviewer is? She was like, oh, do you think you've been lost in the reshuffle and all of this? And I, I like that because it's actually making people, it's making it think like as if we're going to forget about Asuka and that's it. And Asuka's like, no, I'm ready forever, needs to challenge me next. Um, Mandy Rose interrupted um, with Sonia. Um, I like Sonia's new attire, by the way. I forgot to mention that earlier. Her new attire is, is very nice. Um, and then Mandy was in... Then they had the match. And then Lacey Evans <laughs> turned up again. Why did she do this? For back. reasons. She turned up. She walked to the ring. Um, saw Sonia Deville. Sonia Deville was like, disappear now. And then she did. All right. Um, Cheers, bye. The funny thing that I saw on Twitter was um, we know how to get rid of Lacey Evans, just throw a, a gay person in front of her. Because um, it's, it's been rumoured before that uh, she's not very fond of the uh, LGBT community. <laughs> Is that right? What? I didn't know that. Apparently so. Some alleged rumours. Alleged rumours. Can we not know? I don't, I don't, I don't I know. I don't know, I know. it's been put on the podcast. <laughs> but she never denied it. So. Brilliant. Well but yeah, that's that's a tweet I saw. I, did, I that's not my views, obviously. Um, and then Mandy Rose won a match against yeah. Asuka because that happens. Um, I know she's improving, and I know I said at the start of tonight we need that... to find other superstars oh. other than Becky Lynch, other than Charlotte, who are going to be credible matches for Asuka. Otherwise, every match that Asuka has will be a burial. So you need. I mean, I'd have preferred it to be Sonya Deville over Mandy, but that's that's just me. Um, There's one thing you do: you wait until Mania, have Asuka keep the title until after that. Move Ember Moon across, and they can feud up until SummerSlam. By all means, that that's fine. Or get some Rosalina Vega matches going, or use Nikki Cross on SmackDown where she fucking should be in the use first place. Cross full stop, please. Huh? Please. Use Nikki Cross full stop, please. Yeah, and She's brilliant. Nikki Cross against Asuka, they had a, a fantastic feud in NXT. Well, exactly. It's. Oh, wait, no, NXT doesn't exist on the main roster. No, no, it doesn't. It's fucking casuals, do they? Bastards. Um, fuck you, casuals. You're all bastards. The next bit. Um, we found Sanity! They're alive! What? I, no, I, I didn't, see, no, I didn't really watch SmackDown, so go on. They're alive! Sanity are back! And um, they're brought back to drop out to Ricochet. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Eric Young came and had a match with Killian Dane and Alexander Wolfe. Ricochet. Ricochet. 
and Ricochet beat Eric Young. Big famous. Oh, <laughs> Cody Giff, insert here. Um, I'm going to do that all the time just to no, annoy No, we're not. I will leave the podcast. <laughs> I, I, I replied to Joe Hendry because Joe Hendry left, uh, or Joe Henry left fucking um, Impact. So I just replied with, well, asterisk insert Cody Cody ear cup gif here. <laughs> it kind of, it popped a little bit. I got a fair few likes, so I, I didn't get like you know ricochet level of likes, but you know I got there. I'm, I'm happy with that one. His tweet got a bit of bangage, tiny bang. Yes, um, but yeah, That's ricochet it. again showing off what he can do, and he beat sanity, which. Ricochet beat Sanity, not Sanity. Eric Young. Sanity. Yeah, Sanity. Sanity, you're dead. <laughs> Sanity. Sanity have faded into the stratosphere. Um, they, they, yeah. It's like the Thanos click, you know what I mean? It's like, I just sort of... <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel very well. I don't, I don't, feel, I don't, feel, I don't right. feel very well. Bye! <laughs> just, oh, oh, it's... Uh, I, don't know, I don't know what a Thanos is. Uh, Thanos car. Look it up. I don't know what a Thanos car is. Thanos car. Thanos car. Thanos is the fella that um, Seth Rollins dressed at at um, Survivor Series. Okay. Possibly. It's, a, it's a Marvel baddie. I know fuck all about Marvel, but I know That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. That's all that needs to happen. Yes. Um, final match of the night was the six-man tag team Player, um, player, holler, holler. Match. <laughs> Um, Kofi Kingston, AJ Styles, and Jeff Hardy versus Brian, Daniel Bryan, um, Randy Orton, and Samosif Joseph. Um, before that, there was like a backstage segment with um, the New Day, which was brilliant. Um, they, they, Big E, I, I love that man. He is hilarious. He is fire, and I bet that's exactly what he's like in real life. Oh yeah, like, he's, he's, if he, he's, he's, I'd he's love to, I'd like, love to sit and have a beer with Big E. I bet it'd be hilarious. He probably end up benching you. Probably. But I mean, no, I mean, the th- the thing with it is, a, a lot of the, the quote unquote wrestlers are, uh, their 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 personalities dialed up to eleven. Yeah, Big E, it, that's just Big E. That yeah, is I, Big I, E. I can never see Xavier Woods quiet. carrying him around. Mental hmm? guy. Xavier Woods was carrying a, a, him around like a baby. Yeah, it's incredible. Who Big E? Yeah, mad <laughs> guy. So and he just was... sat there eating pancakes like a like a little child. Yeah. It, was, it was so That's cute, amazing. David Woods is an incredible guy as well. Let's, you know, a lot a, a lot of the momentum's around Kofi at the moment because of because of what's been going on. But the promos between the three, all three of them, doing their sort of long form seven eight minute promos on they're not even for television. They're for just just to enhance storylines. They go on YouTube or they go on wherever. They're just still. They're really, really good. They're worth. They're worth a watch. I mean, as I said, they are long promos, but they are very, very mm. just in depth, and you get to know a lot more about the struggle that they've all they've all had to go through, and how the the formation of the new day and things like that. And just, it's a fascinating story if you if you want to look it up. Indeed, and again, the the six man tag match, Kofi was the star again, wasn't he? Really, I th- I see. I think. Because obviously they 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 put they put Kofi in the the long form bit of the story for the gauntlet for the first time round and and I didn't think I, I genuinely think WWE had no idea that they were going to get that sort of reaction from Kofi for it 
or, or from the fans over Kofi. They the, the groundswell behind Kofi is just ridiculous. Well, there's the hashtag Kofi Mania going around at the moment oh, yeah, yeah. to say that he's got to be facing Brian at, at WrestleMania. Yeah, and if he wins it, that would be incredible. Yeah, um, and but I, I honestly I can see it happening. I, I genuinely can, and I know I can't. I, 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 I genuinely no, can't. I can. I can because he doesn't even need to keep it for long. He doesn't need a long title run. But if he's ever gonna win it, now's the time. Would that we said that about underestimate? Would that underestimate though? Like, yeah, he's won the title. Oh, he's lost it. Oh well, that's Kofi done then. See you later. That's well, a bit like Johnny Garner, Johnny Gargano's title reign, which we'll talk about later. No, 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 no. It's it's. There, there's other things behind that Gargano one, which we'll probably go into in a minute, I think. But to me, it's... If there's ever a time to do it, and if there's ever a person who deserves it more... And, and, and yes, I know people go, oh, he only deserves it because he's been there for, in the company for 11 years. No, it's not. He had the he had the rug pulled from literally from underneath him in 2009-10 when Randy basically put a stop to his fucking push because he fucked up one finisher. He fucked up once. And then it just, like that, mid-card... And then mid card, lower mid card, then put in the new day, which was a heel stable for a long ass time. Mm. And oh, just and then hit him recreating the stupid, stupid that in reference great. to Randy. I loved, I loved that. it. Loved, I loved it. it. Well played. And I, I, I hope something big happens off the back of this. I, I think what people are. I don't know if it's been announced, but I think people are saying it's going to be at Fast Lane, not at Mania. Yeah, they well, announced at the end of SmackDown. The end of SmackDown, Shane McMahon came, came out and said, cool, fast lane, Daniel Bryan versus Kofi. Thank you very and much. And that's it. I don't think we'll get it after that. Well, Because, reportedly, from some guy from some wrestling newsletter... Um, is it a melt? Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens at Mania. I'd take that, but Kevin Owens has to be faced, and that's just weird. Kevin yeah, Owens, Kevin Owens is already faced. He's coming he's back to face. face. Pineapple, not on pizza. That's a face move, my friend. This is going to be a weird tangent. I quite like pineapple on pizza. (laughs) Oh, get out of here. You're a heel. Go away. I'm a massive heel. Matt is not my first choice. Matt is just turned from the double turn. I wouldn't choose it, but I'm not going to complain about it. Don't cook fruit. Fruit is not meant to be cooked, so why would you put it on a pizza and stick it in an oven? I agree. Would you put a banana on a pizza? People do. Get out! I've seen weird shit. I'm not saying no. Hot banana, hot banana is nice. I've seen things, man. I've seen things. I've seen things, man. You have to be there, man. (laughs) You can you can can make like a chocolate banana thing where it's like you you you. I used to see scouts years and years and years ago. Um, (laughs) This this conversation is sounding really bad. I know we're talking about bananas and scouts, but I I was in scouts once, and my scout leader had a banana. No, 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 (laughs) no. <laughs> no, so campfires and things like that. Late, uh, late at night. Why did I say late at night? Oh my days! Um, this is getting better. I'm Kingston's making it sound worse. You get a banana. Yeah, you, you you cut you cut a few like sort of limes in it. Stick some chocolate buttons in it. You had lines at Scouts. Fuck <laughs> <What>, me. <laughs> did you do it off the off the Scout leader's banana? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? For once. I could join in with the laughter because it's not me. <laughs> I could join in. That way, what? The scout leader's hot banana. 
It was chocolate covered, I'll have you know. You wrap it in tin foil and then you, you put it on the, on the on the fire for about five, ten minutes. Open it up, you got chocolate. That's murder. You can't put something on the fire. That was murder. Oh no. Please oh, no. don't die. Please don't die. Oh no. Oh, I've lost it. I'm gone. This is a thing. I'm not making this up. This is actually a thing, okay? <laughs> it is thing. I, bet he, I bet he showed you his thing, didn't he? Uh, Chris, would you like me to move on? <laughs> I'm so glad. This is, this is normally something that had happened to me, so I do apologise, Chris. I'm just basking in this glory. Yeah. You can keep reading it right now. Right. Um, I'm going to research. Back in the <laughs> Why not again? This is Scout leaders getting their bananas covered in chocolate. Our scout leaders nonsense. Just (laughs) (laughs) can confirm. Next week we're gonna hide the sausage. (laughs) (laughs) No, that 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 can't stay in, can it? Please wait till I'm not for taking a drink before you make statements <laughs> like that. You said all scout leaders are nonces. <laughs> I said our scout leaders oh, nonces. Oh, our <laughs> scout leaders nonces. Oh, sorry. Okay, you're asking the question. It was a question. Oh, you're the one that brought up, mate. <laughs> not going to do it. It's fine. NXT was good, wasn't it? <laughs> NXT, yeah. Should we get onto that? Please. Oh, um, NXT was um, <coughs> started with probably the most shocking match of the night. I didn't expect this to be on first. Um, Alistair Black versus Roderick Strong. Um, God, Roddy. This is kind of emulated from what happened the week before, I believe. I didn't watch last week's NXT. Yeah. I can't remember what happened. So, because the tag team is back to being Fish and... O'Reilly, um, Strong's back to being the other singles guy. So this was him making his it was announcement last as... week. Um, it was Adam Cole, Ricochet, and then Undisputed Era came out to attack Ricochet, and Alistair Black helped, and it kind of just yeah, that, rolls that makes reversed, sense. It? Um, it was a very good match, very very good match. I really enjoyed it. Um, it. You, when you've they, when Roddy you've Strong? seen when you've seen Roddy Strong in tag team matches for a long time, and then you see him back in a singles match like this, you can then understand how amazing he is. Um, his backbreakers are phenomenal. Um, lots of counters and things. Um, it was good. I really enjoyed it. Any anything else to add from anybody else? It was good. I really enjoyed it. It was a really I, good match. I phased in and out watching NXT first thing this morning at about five thirty when my kids decided it was a fun time to wake up. So I was downing a coffee trying to watch NXT and I was sort of fading in and out with it. But from what I saw overall, it was very good. Yeah, um, I, I don't remember that much of the first match. I remember seeing, it, I thought, oh, that's 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 a good match. And then it was an enjoy- enjoyable match. Yes, I'll yeah, probably need to go back and rewatch it to be honest. Yeah, de- definitely do. Um, the second match was Mia Yim versus Zia Lee. To be honest, I kind of switched off halfway through this match. I think I was doing something else. Um, but the winner was um, Mia Yim. Yeah, 
Um, Baszler, Duke, and Shafir came in at the end, I believe, and tried to beat down. It's going to be Baszler versus Miriam next week. Um, yeah. It's not for the title, though, is it? Don't think so. Can, can I can I just interrupt very quickly? Um, when when we were do, when earlier on you were talking, because obviously when I was talking about my escapades in and out of the room and not being part of the podcast, um, did you talk about whether the four of them, the NXT promo call ups, are actually call ups or whether they're just? Um, I, I don't know. I have no, because no, we don't know. We okay, then. Um, maybe I'll shed a bit of light on it. Um, they still appear in the NXT section on the WWE website, but they don't have the NXT icon above their name and are on the official WWE.com as superstars I've seen, now. I've seen spoilers, and all of them would definitely be at TakeOver. Let's say that much. Okay, fine. But it looks like they are, it, more than likely after WrestleMania, they're going to be like full time. Roster, which is roster. expected. I don't what think one of the them is fuck going is the point in bringing them up to the main roster just before WrestleMania if they're not going to wrestle at WrestleMania because they're wrestling at the takeover the night before to introduce them to a shit Lafayette crowd? They can do both. Battle Battle Royal. Double what was from that? Well, Kevin Owens did double duty, didn't he, for a little while? Battle Royal, you could have NXT Battle versus Battle WWE. Royal. Somebody's Royal. got it, Battle Royal. Battle Royal. <laughs> so, so they're going into the into the Andre the Battle Giant Kick Royal off show. Ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't really matter to me because one of them, at least one of them, is not going to get called up. Okay, they can't call all four of them up. They would kill the NXT brand. One of them's going to be NXT champion. Spoilers! But one of them is already currently is NXT champion. Yeah, and and the I don't want to. I'm not saying anymore. One thing that also annoyed me that I forgot to mention earlier. Is literally less than a month ago, Tommaso Ciampa was cutting promos saying how um, he doesn't want to go to the World Rumble, he doesn't want to go to the main roster because he is the pinnacle of sports entertainment, because the pinnacle of sports entertainment is NXT, because he's and now heel. he's on fucking main roster. No, because it's fucking true! But he's a heel. He says what the fuck he wants. So he said and when truth, Vince McMahon comes calling, you kind of run, don't you? Nah, you fucking run in the you opposite can't direction. Say, Sorry, Vince, I'm not going to do what you asked me and go and appear on Raw and SmackDown. I'm going to stay where I am, thank you very much. And I go, oh, I would. see you future endeavour. I would. I would. I'd say Relting Dream was wearing trousers saying, call me up, go and finger his arsehole. Did they call him up? No, <laughs> no they didn't call him up. They, they didn't. <laughs> oh, man. Is he getting any closer sense. to getting being called up? Nope. Definitely not. If anything, he's probably delayed it. <laughs> yeah, if anything. Because of that stunt. Hmm. Because of what we're talking about in a minute. Yes. Um, but yeah, Miriam won. Is it still Shayna Baszler next week for the title? No, it's not for the so. title. I don't think. Oh, sorry. It's Why is it a... not for the? Is, is Miriam the other one of the Sky Pirates? No. No. Miriam's the Korean. That's Io Shirai. Um, not Korean. She's Korean, isn't she? But she she's like a Korean American. Uh, I should not have said that. I'm sorry. I didn't. I I I just get them all mixed up. The the ones that were in the May Young Classic, I get like confused I, as to which ones in which bit. I tweeted the wrong one. It was like during the rumble. I was like, "It's Io Shirai." It's like, "Nope, it's me." And him. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even look similar. They get their attire's not even similar. What I don't fucking wrong? know. <laughs> they didn't have a fucking name up. It was one. It was like three in the morning. Me and fucking... even in the rumble. No, it was a Chinese one that I can't remember a fucking name for. Oh, you're the one from this match. The woman she was facing today. You would have been really confused if you watched NXT. Then. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. But yeah, um, are, are they are they building Miriam up as a um, 
as no. a credible threat to Baszler. No, I think no. it's Io Shirai. Io Shirai will be the next one to challenge it. Take I genuinely think it might be a triple threat. Um, well, she pinned. She what, pinned with the, um, Bellend. Yeah. Because and they, it's, they it's a way to transition the title of Shayna. I, I, I know we, I know we've been over this a million times. I want Shayna on the, I want Shayna on the main roster, and I want it on SmackDown. I want it. I want it done. I don't give a fuck about this four four horsewoman bullshit. I no, want Shayna Baszler on the main roster, and I want her on SmackDown, and I want Duke her Duke and Shafir are nowhere, nowhere. No, near they're nowhere ready. fucking near. They're, they're nowhere near ready. Months. Therefore, years even. I said, I said a few podcasts. But give them eighteen months, and I'll be ready. But by then, Ronda's no, fucked no. off, isn't she? So what's the point? True. If they're not ready, they're not ready. But yeah, I, I don't. Agree. I don't want to have them in a. Granted, you could stick them in the four v four, and they'll kind of be lost. You don't. You wouldn't notice them. But or if you, you want ju- a good match, you need Ronda all of them. Sonya, but... And then just go from there. That wouldn't make sense. Though. MMA doesn't matter. Same thing. It doesn't make sense. They're, they're, it's not the fact that they're MMA. It's the fact that they all room together. And yeah, I know that. They're all best then, friends. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, there's there's still some sort of vague link. You could try and no. sort of chew in, sort of, possibly. No. Come on. Uh-huh. Um, North American Championship match, Velveteen Dream versus Johnny Gargano. So this came from Velveteen Dream winning the World Collide Tournament, choosing um, to go for the North American Championship instead of the NXT, which is... Annoyed Matt quite cool. a lot. Yeah. Annoyed Matt. I thought about this, and actually it makes quite a bit of sense. He's already Why? faced the Master Champa and lost, lost, so he knows he can't beat him. True. So no. Do- no. He's, I, yeah, he's, he's something Velveteen Dream would do. He doesn't want to make it difficult for himself because mm. he's kind of he, like he borderlines face and heel. He's a tweener. Yeah, so he's already he, lost to Champa, so he's okay, speaking. So I don't want to lose my shot by facing just, Champa again. But he he's an arrogant little bastard. Exactly. So he's already had his ego tarnished by uh, Tomasa Champa, and he, he's but thinking. That won't, if you're arrogant, that doesn't matter. He'll say that it was it was because it was on War Games and there was that mitt between the two rings and I got trapped and that's why he managed to do that DDT and to win the match. Therefore, if it was not at War Games, I can win the match. He's 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 not the kind of person to shy away from a rematch. But then, he shied away from a rematch. Yeah, but then if he did lose to Tommaso Ciampa again, which he would have done, he then wouldn't have had a title shot. True. Dan. And then he would just be lost in the shuffle again. Whereas now, he's got a rematch. He's got a match against someone who he's re- wrestled once before ages ago, and he's now got his first bit of gold around his waist. It was a very, very good match. I really liked it. It was cracking match. He was slow build, as you'd expect from a championship match. Well, lots of nerves, didn't it? Yeah, lots of. It was a proper wrestling match, and then. Green just started slapping the piss out of him in his room. <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, there was a lot of um, kind of rest holds at the start, and then as we got towards the end, as you'd expect, lots of near falls. Um, he teased that he was going to do the Dream Valley driver on the hardest part of the ring, but he didn't. Um, he did a version of it off the top, off the middle rope. I think it wasn't. Yeah. It was more like an AA than a Death Valley. His Dream Death Valley driver because he rolls yeah. over with it. Um, it was. It looked like at first, like I knew what the result was because I'd seen spoilers, yes. so I knew what was going to happen. I did not. Um, but I genuinely, if I'd have not seen spoilers and I saw Johnny Gargano, Gargano super kick him in the face, I thought, here we go, this is the end. Um, 
two or three spots for both of them that I thought the match was over. I wasn't looking at how long was left on the match. I wasn't looking at the ticker along the bottom. I was just watching the match. And there were three or four times, two or three from each of them, where I thought, shit, this is the match over. And then they kick out. It was perfect, really well booked, really good wrestling. Definitely. And the fact that Velveteen Dream did two Dream Valley drivers, then an elbow to win was just... It just looked so slick. It was so smooth because he did one, rolled him over, and then rolled himself onto Gargano to do it again. I just loved it. And I'm so glad Velveteen Dream's got a title because that man is walking charisma. If you wanted, if he, I, he could do lessons at the performance center and how to be charismatic in the ring because he's amazing. You can tell that Sean has put his arm around him a lot. Mm. The way showmanship screens Shawn Michaels. It yes. does. It screams it in, and it's fantastic. And that's credit to Trips for bringing Shawn in as one of the team at the, at the uh, performance center. I'm really happy that Dream's got a title, and I really hope that it's tr- it's not just a transition to someone else, and he's going to hold it for a long time. Um, my, yeah, my only worry is because of this thing with the. Undisputed Era saying we're going to hold every championship by the end of 2019. It makes me worry. Losing streak. They are, but it's going to make me worry for Velveteen Dream's title run because is somebody like Roderick Strong going to come in and take it off him? That would take him into the ultra baby face for when everyone's going to be like, come on, when he finally uh, beats Adam Cole for the main title. Is Adam Cole feuding for the main title now, then, you think? It'd be streaming. We've not, <laughs> we've not seen anything. The only issue there is it's heel versus heel, isn't it? Adam Cole is not a heel. Neither he of them are. Adam Cole's more of a heel than Velveteen Dream, but Velveteen Dream's his gimmick's so niche that it can be both. Yeah, he doesn't have to change it much. It, yes, yes, yeah. He he can he can alter like rock, it depending on his opponent. For instance, he was definitely the heel in the Ricochet feud, yeah. but then he was the face in the Champa feud. But he didn't change much in terms of his. No, gimmick. no, no. It just sort of it it, it sort of evolved around, it sort of moulded around mm. where match it was going to be. And it's not a big show flip flop of face Hilton's because no. you don't really notice it. It's no, <laughs> that that's the work of an incredible actor. Um, but yeah, I mean, Adam Cole is certainly. I don't know. Ad- Adam Cole's character is heelish, but he's not a heel with the fans. In any way, Undisputed Era are not a heel group with the fans because the fans fucking love them. Then mm. the, uh, the Undisputed Era sort of redefine what a heel is. If you see what I'm saying, yeah. Boom. Um, NXT UK. Oh. I haven't watched this week. Can we talk um, about the last match? Can we just talk about the last match? Well, okay. I was just going to go through the results quickly. Coffee Brothers defeated Mark Andrews, Flash Morgan Webster. Trent Seven defeated Shane Fawn. And then the final match was Tony Storm versus Rhea Ripley, which Matt is going to talk to you about. Go. Well, all I want to say is I've not seen a single episode of NXT UK since that first one that we did the watch along one of. But because of the um, the takeover that we watched together, I went I, because I'd seen these two wrestle before, and it was a cracking match the first time. I tuned into NXT UK for the first time just to watch this final match, and it was incredible. It was a really, really good match between two really good women's wrestlers. Shouldn't be sleeping on NXT UK, especially next week. Everyone needs to be watching next. I week. might watch it all next also week because. Yeah. 
Exactly. <laughs> I'm getting wet just thinking about it. Wow. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, I totally storm one with the whatever her thing. It's storms ending, storm is it? Storm zero. Storm zero. Storm zero. Yeah. So she it's retains the NXT. Okay. Yeah, it's not. It's not very powerful. It's the it's like a, Isn't it like a just a sit down power bomb? Yeah. They, she's pedigree start and then flips them and. Yeah, it just looks really. It's nice. a bit like a Tyler Driver. And it's exactly like Tyler Driver. But yeah, I think I'm I'm not saying that I've just stopped enjoying NXT UK. I just don't have time. Like the the amount of wrestling to watch is ridiculous. Like if you look at this week, if luckily I've not been at work because it's half term. But if Let it was shut up. Um if it wasn't half term, I'd have had to watch Elimination Chamber Monday night when I got home from work. Then I'd have to get all the highlights from Raw on the Tuesday. Wednesday would then be that. I'd go out Wednesday evenings anyway, normally. So then I'd miss NXT UK when it's live and then have to watch that Thursday when I get home from work. That's literally normally how my week works. And I just don't have time to watch it. I could have probably watched three hours of NXT and NXT UK this week, but I just don't. I, don't, I can't sit for three hours and watch wrestling in, in one go at the moment in my sp- brain span. Are you listening to WWE? Nobody can sit and watch it for three hours in a row. <laughs> they don't listen do to it. Um, but yeah, I, I'm trying not to sleep on NXT UK, but I'm just kind of, I don't know. It's just... When I'm kind of, I've, I don't know if I'm on, in the hangover period of after the takeover or not. Uh, I don't know. As soon as I realised it was at Access in Phoenix and the crowd were as dead as they were for the opening segment for the Storm Ripley, I was like... Do I really want to watch this when they're in Phoenix? And I, mm. thankfully, I kept going because the fans did get better, the crowd mm. did get better. I'll, like, I'll Matt, get to watch it. Storm match was. Yeah. Um, other than that, I think that's everything. Um, I haven't watched any New Japan to bore these lot with this week, so I'm not <laughs> going to even mention it. It doesn't count. Um, I did forget though. Um. At the start, we talked about predictions. I completely forgot about Paul. I do apologise, Paul. Paul listens to us every week. Um, Paul was our guest from last week. Um, And he is now tied top of the league. No, he's top. Yes, yeah, he's top by uh, um, alphabetical order of pay-per-view. So, Paul is leader of the leaderboard as we go into our final pay-per-view of the league for this year of the first year of Bad Booker's wrestling podcast at Fastlane. Um, whoever that's going to be, hopefully they can be a challenge and go for five out of five. I think I was going to take it to Twitter and have a bunch of people do it. That was right. We were going to, that's what we were talking about a little while I think ago. that was the plan if Paul didn't do wonders like he did. But yeah. I think I'd still do that. Yeah, it'd be good. What what's it? What's we can beat the Twitter? Us no, just have like loads of people predicting, have them all in the league table. See if anyone can get five out of five. Yeah, and just put brackets next to them saying they didn't appear in the podcast, but they did a fast lane prediction. Yeah. To be fair, fast lane. No, was it was it elimination chamber or fast lane last year that Chris got five out of? Although got all the predictions right, and I ended up buying you a couple of t-shirts. I think it was. You know. It was yeah. either Fastlane or... It was, before, it no, it was definitely Fastlane before was the Cyber Podcast. Fastlane in that case, it was Chamber. And we all got three out of seven. 
I remember it. I remember definitely one being because um, the, the t-shirts were before before we did the podcast. Yeah, no, there you go. Then. So it must it must have been Chamber then. Yeah, because it wasn't Royal Rumble. No, going into no. the last one, only only me or Smoothman can win the predictions outright. <sighs> Smoothman, how are you managed to pull this one? Because I'm an absolute G. Because he basically he because he wins, either wins he or loses wins them. Or he comes last. There's no middle ground. I've got a lot yeah. of fucking middle ground on mine. I've got no middle ground on mine. Smoothman just... has predicted more matches right than Matt now. Have I? Yeah. Where's, 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 where's this stat? Chris is on 106 right. I'm on 103. Smoothman's on 100. Matt's on 96. God, and, there's, and there's no reward for predicting the correct or the, the highest number of matches. Nope. No one likes a Mr. Consistent, mate. Everyone likes a winner. It's all about wins and losses in this game. Yeah. Shut up, Smoothman. You're the Miz, Chris. No one, yeah, you're you're the Miz. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm Roman Reigns. I am Roman Reigns. Yeah. I'm Brock Lesnar. Smoothman. <laughs> you're just Disney. What are you? And Matt's Kurt Hawk. <laughs> right off. Wow. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all of this week's wrestling. Um, thank you very much to everybody who's been listening. Um, thank you all of you who follow us on Twitter. Keep sharing and liking and get it get our message out there. We are trying I must, to I must say, boost our popularity. I must say before you end, I think if our numbers are still the same for around this podcast, we should hit two thousand listens. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. Um, if you do listen to us on iTunes, please keep giving us ratings. We haven't said that for a couple of weeks because I forget. But give us five-star ratings. Drop us a review um, because we want to get higher on on the iTunes and, and get some we're, we're exposure. Eight we're eight listens away from uh, 2,000 listens. We broke 1,000, is it? No, um, we, we, we are getting in momentum. Um, and I think... It's all down to. I'm going to say there's there's a lot of this is down to Jack just tweeting and just doing what he does over there because he's relentless with it. He is brutal with it. He just, just never stops. Um, he's always on it. Um, but yeah, follow us over there at Bad Bookers WP. Make sure you um, like, uh, share, and subscribe our YouTube channel, Bad Bookers Wrestling Podcast, um, where there are videos nearly daily at the moment, just little sound bites and whatnot. Uh, and reviews from Matt and, and Jack himself. We are looking at maybe adding some more stuff to it. We just haven't decided. And it's watch this space. Huh? And watch this space for more developments elsewhere. Um, enter before, the giveaway. Yeah, before we go, enter the giveaway um, and Gleam. The link is on our um, on our um, Twitter. So go and check it out. Um, I'll, I'll two free t-shirts up for grabs. Sorry, Jack, what was that? I'll put. I'll give it to Chris in the DMs so I, he can put it in the description. Yeah, it will be in the description and on Twitter. Um, thank you very much for listening and goodbye, everybody. Talk to you Good Friday. Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on PowerSlam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.